0: Hi, everybody. It's good old J.R. Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling. And you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. hot sauce. Oh, it does say refrigerate after opening. So this must be some like American bastardized version of like some real so quality. If, so with the south hot the border, sauce if hot you sauce. if if you have that hot sauce and like you don't refrigerate it or the bottle is like old as shit, is it, it like does it get more potent or, or less? Or less. Oh, That's cuz you got to wonder like well, like like old like Weird, like wine sitting around forever, where it gets nasty but like maybe (laughs) ferments more. It's basically like fucking rubbing alcohol. That's a wild card. We've had it before, so it could be worse this time and. Hey look I happen to okay. have a piece well, here. of steak. Take your oh, piece of steak God. and He's put, gonna a, do and it put again. a
1: little bit on there. Now, this not is not no, like no, okay. Quinn, how much Quinn, are we how much, are, are, much are, sh- are we putting on? Dude, here, we'll, do we'll put it right here God. so we can Quinn, see. Do a lot. No, don't do not, a lot. I'm not going to do a lot. it's 4 months old. I've got to. It'll be fine. I've got it's not even coming out. Yeah, it's there you go, All right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. You got to
0: jerk it a certain way. Jesus. All right, so there it is. you Vince
1: McMahon would do more. What's the what's the I could not control it, damn it. What's the rating? Does it say that the the joules, the gigawatts, So the gigawatts? Is that 130,000-some uh, uh, okay. skulls? Skulls. Joules and gigawatts. I had it wrong. Uh, oh, that is no. four months oh. old. Yep. Oh. That's four months <laughs> old, folks. <laughs> no. But it, what? Is is it
0: If you were complaining about my head being shiny mm. before, it's going to be real
1: shiny this time. Oh, it's it way bad? worse than that Ooh, other stuff Thermometers, thermometers oh, so hit it's hit still with. potent, you're saying, in a little bit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. The bomb, folks. Well, send in your next... Wash it out with yeah. some
0: Bud Light. And hopefully, we won't be coming this to is, you. Uh, um, this is the Bomb Don't Beyond Insanity Hot yeah, Sauce. Um, luckily for Andrew, there's only one gun of carbohydrates in here. Oh, oh that's yeah, nice. Yeah, holy. Yeah. F- that seems Ingredients yeah. habanero peppers, <laughs> chipotle puree. Am I going to. So, you tell me that watch, wouldn't be good on your food? Here, Dave, it wouldn't be enjoyable. Touch don't, face, don't
1: touch the top. Yeah, don't touch your oh, face. Oh, God.
0: I'm gonna, it's on the bottle now. I, don't touch your balls or your eyes. I'm not supposed to be touching your balls or your like, You can talk. touch your balls hey, during quarantine, uh, right?
1: It's just not your eyes.
0: I think that's how it
1: works. You want yeah, if I'm not mistaken. to say that <laughs> a family member uh, decided to do that. He poured it all over his turkey during Thanksgiving. Yeah. He was such an idiot. And I hope you're watching, Alex. Yeah. He was such an idiot. He went to the bathroom because he was like kind of oh, choking no. and he touched his balls oh. and he came downstairs hands on his crotch he's like we're like what's going on he's like I'm a fucking idiot I just touched my balls oh, those, the those balls. damn those damn
0: nerds put heat in my jock. <laughs> liquid, liquid what's this liquid it's heat liquid you did I'm not liking this. What are you doing, by the way? You're not, what, Are you five right? seconds
1: in on that? And you're, oh God, you're he's got that beer beard done.
0: You got your cooler there. <laughs> oh, oh look two. at that! Look at that!
1: He is a finish. professional, ladies and gentlemen. Are you doing all right? <laughs> you want a Martinez cigar? Martinez down? <laughs> <laughs> oh Martinez cigars. Martinez cigars. Who, Andrew, Andrew did you Andrew
0: made me this lovely drink? You fucking dicks. <laughs> That's just a little snug.
1: Dave's going to have one oh, eye open good. by the end of the podcast.
0: He's He better have both eyes open because like our viewers, we're coming to you live from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza, broadcasting from the Whalen Corporation Studios. We are nestled in the heart of the Fox Valley, overlooking what's soon to be a sweet-smelling Lake Winnebago. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Bad Medicine Podcast. You can book it and be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to all the...
1: Stuff on the YouTube, you know. <laughs> Help us get to 200 subscribers, folks. That's our goal right now. 200 subscribers. Help we're, us get there. You we're, know, st- we're starting slow. Well, I hope slope. my pain helps out. Jesus, we're Alex starting slow. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, oh, Diamond Dave told me to get all that stuff in. So. I'm not. I'm not big on the on the face pages and the interwebs, but I this do my best. Guy. Hey, we want <laughs> to do a podcast. Where are we going to promote hey, it on social media? I don't uh, do the. Uh, I don't do the MySpace <laughs> like the kids these days. <laughs> Take
1: the glasses off. Oh, no, no, no. Take no. your glasses off. Don't, Let's see hey, your face. Don't he's, touch he's, your yeah, eyes. Yeah, tell him to he touch his, his eyes. I was just blowing
0: my nose. So cover <laughs> his, <laughs> his eyes <laughs> are all fucking <laughs> glassed <laughs> over. <laughs> I wish you guys could see it. His eyes are fucking... Are you all right? Oh, my face face is turning (laughs) fucking red. I told you, you (laughs) you guys. uh, We've had some complaints about my being shiny. Well, we should should do. uh, We should do a uh, uh, aside from the podcast. We should do like a a hot sauce challenge where we all do that. I think we should do that. We should do different hot sauces and what we can do. (laughs) What we can? You're not going to do a hot sauce challenge, Andrew? We'll line them up by like heat. Yeah, you know, have them lined up by heat and dip it into chips so we can. We'll rip, off. we'll rip isn't off. Isn't that kind of like doing like a? a isn't <laughs> that kind of like doing like a hammer challenge? You put your hand out. I'll hit you with a two ounce hammer, no. the four ounce <laughs> hammer, the six <laughs> ounce hey, hammer. That's, remember, that's cool guy, like, you did the Whopper it's not challenge. Like that
1: at all. <sighs> what do you guys Those think about delicious. this? Let's take your idea, right, and then maybe have our friends of the podcast do some suggestions for the hot sauce. Oh bars. yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. So everybody out there listening, if there's a hot sauce that you like,
0: something that's crazy, Jerry Sauerbeier, your death sauce that you had at your Royal Rumble party, you can fuck right off with that. Um, <laughs> but uh, hot sauces, suggestions, um, comment. On the YouTubes, as Quinn calls it, or on the face page, let us know what you think <laughs> well, is good hot sauce. Andrew uh, will try them all. I, I I was gonna say, how about whiskeys, bourbons, tequilas, are beers, those hot sauces, or are those drinks? Those That's, are just drinks that excellent. I could try. We'll oh, get there eventually. We wash eventually. Down with that. We'll get so. there. Because I want to get the rocks. We want to start doing challenges here. Yeah, we, we do, see man. a lot of shit on the internet. And we're like, you know what? We should do. <laughs> we <laughs> should do that on <laughs> the, do? the bad. Me- yeah, we do. We should <laughs> do that on the Bad Medicine podcast. What was the beer challenge you guys were talking The stupider the better. We're still gonna do that. It's just we had to line it up where you you, you tape a you tape beer cans to the garage door, oh, and as yeah. it goes up and opens, it <clears throat> pours in. And I know that challenge is a little old, but I still want to do it. But everybody's doing it with regular, like twelve ounce cans, bunch of pussies. Did you, you try to catch it in your like as well? Yeah, much as, as you the garage well, as the down. Ah, okay. Yeah. You're, you're Austin it. Yeah. Austin style. All right. We'll do that. But well, you know what? We're gonna start bringing challenges. We'll do a the little bit with uh, it. I would rather not do anything that's going to put any of us at the potential for uh, physical injury. Or oh, a Want to do the chainsaw challenge? Let's pass oh, on anything with chainsaws. Juggling chainsaws. Oh. No, but fun fun <laughs> challenges. If there's a challenge that you want to see the Bad Medicine Podcast do that isn't going to end up with any of us in the hospital, um, let us know. Boom. Yeah. We're down. So, Whew. Speaking of challenges, I'm a lot speaking better. Speaking of now. challenges, <laughs> I don't know what, what kind of segue that is. How are he, you doing, Andrew? I'm doing a lot better now. He's I mean, my lips complete. are still a little hot and numb, but. You're looking That's like good. the king of your castle over there. Speaking, Speaking of, of glasses, kings, oh boy, look at this! Look at this shirt that I scored off the fucking chive. Fucking Segway school wins again. My fucking Joe Exotic shirt. I'm that. moving over right this center. I like the glasses there. Yeah, I tiger sharp. glasses. So I think we, uh, I think for now we're kind of riding out the Tiger King wave. Doesn't it feel that way, Dave? It does. This Sadly, is, uh, it does. This might be the only time this shirt gets worn because it turns out that Joe Exotic is a real fucking asshole. Uh, so, uh, they did the Netflix after special. Um, what's his name? Joel, Josh, Jerry, Joel McHale, McHale. Joel McHale. Basically what he did is he did one-on-one, um, iPhone interviews with a majority of the people that were on the show. Um, and kind of got their input, their side of the story. I think everybody agreed that this Netflix sensationalized a lot of things, which we already knew. in fact, um Doc Antle went on uh, who was it? I think it was BuzzFeed he did uh, an exclusive interview with him, and he kind of laughed it off because you know he's not being investigated for murder, and he's not in jail and his his yes, setup, regardless of what uh, a lot of people think is the the nicest of all that weird shit the, going on the other uh, roadside so zoos the, he's the got roads. The best. yes well no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think his is a roadside zoo no. but um cult. but so he was just joking about how everything was sensationalized don't believe what you heard they they want to make his thing look like a cult and fuck even if they try to sensationalize whatever weird shit he's got going on and you knew they hyped it up it's still pretty fucking weird um but he basically they asked him if Car- <laughs> they thought Carol Baskin <laughs> killed her Don. He's like, "Yep, hundred percent." Yes, uh, he didn't you know he didn't you know rip on Joe too much. So that was Doc Antle. But it was interesting watching the characters, not the characters, the the people in the documentary talk about Joe Exotic because there's not really anybody who had anything nice to say about him. Yeesh. And um, it started off with Jeff, and Jeff said he's guilty as shit. He should be in jail. Um, mm-hmm. the The controversial thing that um and you know this went from really fun to kind of controversial is that Jeff and his wife, who have their their hot nanny um, said that Joe was shooting healthy tigers to make room for other ones now there's other people that said no, he absolutely loved the animals he wouldn't do it, so a little bit of conflict. Mm. not that I'm trying to defend Joe exotic here, but I think we can all agree that that Jeff is kind of a piece of shit yep. And he's gonna say anything to make Joe look bad um so yeah I'm thinking there's probably not a whole lot of redeeming qualities with everyone no, involved no yeah. you know but there was some other people who had suggested that he had put down healthy tigers in which case that's that's pretty sad if you don't have room for him send him to a sanctuary of course he didn't want to send him to Carol's sanctuary and he felt like you know he probably didn't want to just give him away so um I'm trying to think uh Saf was on there <laughs> Saf um
1: what was the uh narrator, the guy with the hat who was shooting all the footage and got it all burned up. Was What's it his name again? Don? Don
0: Daryl. Randy. Oh, Rick. 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 Rick.
1: He, uh, he mentioned that he had so much stuff on Joe that never even made Netflix or even mentioned in uh, something about this woman bringing the horse. Oh, uh, that was bad. Uh, she hmm. had nowhere to go with it. She was trying and Joe played, played the card real well of, oh, we got it. We got it. And then the second she drove off, he said, uh, Joe Exotic said to Rick, get a camera and got a camera maybe i'm misinformed on that part but regardless joe went in the horse trailer shot the horse and so the, and uh, yeah, that yeah that was to the tigers. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's fed it
0: to the tigers now that was it, the thing is and I, i'm certainly not defending that okay but you <clears throat> without and this is the thing with anything in media tv uh shit we see on the news and god knows we're seeing a lot of stupid <laughs> shit on the news right now <clears throat> anything that you hear you always have to take with a grain of salt um and one thing that, that I've seen working in uh, in the animal world is there's people, in, and understandably so, who just hang on too long. You know, as an animal owner, saying goodbye is, is one of the hardest things there is. And you have to make difficult decisions that are in the best interest of the animal. And um, I've seen people not do that. I've seen people that just can't say goodbye. They have dogs that are in pain on a daily basis, mm-hmm. can't even... I mean, you see these videos where, oh, the dog can't walk, it can't move, it can't get up, but the people do sweet stuff for it. And it's like, yeah, but at some point, you have to imagine, if a dog can't even get up, how much pain is it in where it can't even stand right, up? because you know it's trying to. So I understand the love that people have for their pets. So when I was watching that thing for the horse, and obviously, Rick made it sound really bad, but you're wondering... <laughs> If, you know, he said, oh, he wants the horse to be able to go out in the pasture. And, you know, what I was wondering, and again, I'm not, don't anybody, oh, he's defending Joe Exotic because you think he's funny. That's not the case at all. Trust me. Quite the opposite. All I'm saying is if this lady rolls up and she's got a horse that's like, okay, it's fucking (laughs) time with this horse. And she's like, will you take care of my horse? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, no, I will. And it's like, you know, we need to fucking put this horse out of its misery. And I know that sounds really bad, but if an animal is suffering and sometimes people will do that stuff, you know, and then, what? this I'm getting sidetracked like I always do. There's, <laughs> no, you know, no. there's people out there that won't even take their own dogs to get put down. They have somebody else fucking do it or they just drop it off at the vet. Because they, personally, it's too hard for them. Wow, well, it's, e- it's easier for them that way. It's, oh, it's too it's, hard. I can't you know? I can't watch it get put down. It's like, that's your animal. That's part of having yeah, that's all, part the, of the deal. all the joys and everything. Absolutely. So that happens with, with dogs, where people just will drop the dog off at the vet. I can't watch it get put down. And I wondered in the back of my head when I was listening to him saying that story, I wonder if it's this lady who has a horse that's just in terrible shape, and it's time, and Joe was just like, You know, hey, this is it. Now, on the flip side of that, the guy is a a record in a a fucking... A history of being a fucking asshole, and a history <laughs> of needing to feed his tigers. So if somebody dropped off a horse, man, eh, fuck yeah, it, I don't got 1, time for a horse. You know what this reminds me of? Not to get sidetracked again, but this reminds do. me of uh, the first vacation with Chevy Chase, where he goes to get the car. <laughs> <laughs> and, what? And they they he goes, so he goes in with you oh, know his uh, his little car or whatever, and he goes to get the uh the, the sports cruiser or whatever, and they they take his car, they smash the thing in like five minutes, and they bring out the wrong car and. Chevy's like no I don't want this where's my car and they show it to him and it's all crushed and whatever and I wonder if this woman with the horse might have came back and like oh I forgot his favorite toy that he wants and oh. here's the guy with the pitchfork shoving it into the tigers no, <laughs> but uh, it was interesting so they, did, yeah, uh, they did the head zookeeper he was not a big fan of Joe he also was like it was interesting like who, you know, who do you want to play you in the movie and somebody said oh you remind me they talk about you remind me of Vince Neil I fucking hate Motley Crue
1: you know <laughs> I was glad you saw that because the second you said, I fucking I hate, fucking Miley hate Knew, Miley Knew, I like, it's not
0: my gig or whatever, whatever he said. And that was a guy who you would think would love Motley Crew, but he might be more of like a 70s rock kind of person. Ah, Credence or so. <laughs> and then the um, the guy with the, the two prosthetic legs, he said Matthew You're McConaughey, good. which... Uh, He'd be perfect. Yeah, which everybody mm-hmm. kind of agreed that Matthew McConaughey would play. But he seemed like... Um, he's admittedly an asshole. He's antisocial. He has got a girlfriend now, but he's like, yeah, I'm kind of an asshole, and so whatever. But he seemed like... And again, this is just off TV. He seemed like, of these characters... You know, one of the more respectable ones. Right. Yeah, he, um, he definitely did. Yeah, because I saw him with uh, Spade, and that's how he came off in his interview with Spade, too. Nice. He just, he was fun loving. He was the only one that went to court like he was going to go to bat for Joe Exotic, yeah. and then they never brought him to the yeah. stand. The one head yeah. zookeeper did make a point to say, I didn't lose my teeth because I did a bunch of math. You know, he agreed <laughs> that he had alcohol yeah. problems, but he's been clean for years, and it's like, uh, it was interesting shit going on, but so it was kind of that. I, I heard that TMZ did something with Tiger King, and I'm sure people are like, oh, "I can't believe you didn't jump all over it." But I'm not gonna lie. For as much fun as I've had with this, it's 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 amazing how fast
1: it's a like, fast bro. and yeah. it's run
0: its course. Well, yeah. like I said, so you find out that Joe Exotic is kind of a piece of shit, and you know Carol's fucked off or whatever, and she murdered her husband. But and so <laughs> if this is unless something look unless something big. Comes up with this story. This is probably the end of uh, how you know how, how much we're going to talk about Tiger King, and and I promised when we started with this that I had something that I wanted to say when this was all done. So here's here's <laughs> my wrapping up the Tiger King discussions, unless we have more breaking news on the Bad Medicine podcast. And I think this is really important. I know we're all on lockdown or quarantine or or you know we're we're doing the stay at home orders. When this all ends. I am pleading, I am begging, and I am telling people, do not start visiting these roadside zoos because you are curious from what you saw on Tiger King. Make no mistake, these zoos, all these roadside zoos are shit. Their animals are locked in very small cages for people's entertainment. The cubs, the tigers, they are nothing but a money grab for these people. And if you visit these fucking roadside zoos, You are part of the problem. Now, you can make a solid argument that any zoo shouldn't exist, period, that we should let animals live in the wild and roam, and if you want to go see them in the wild, you get inside a caged bus like I did in Africa, and you go do it that way. That being said, I don't know enough about animal and species species conservation to, to, to debate back and forth on whether zoos shouldn't exist at all. And I'm sure there's people for big zoos like the Milwaukee Zoo, San Diego Zoo, Obviously, very reputable zoos. I'm sure there's people there that can speak to how this raises awareness, education, conservation efforts, and things like that. But make no mistake, the San Diego Zoo, the Milwaukee Zoo are not the same as these shit, redneck, (laughs) (laughs) white trash roadside zoos. So please, for the love of fucking God, when this is all done and you can go out, do not... Do not, do not start visiting these roadside zoos so you can see what the Tiger King was all about. Go back to Netflix. It's going to be on there for a while. If you need to get your fix of rednecks and gay three-way marriages and meth and all kinds of weird shit and people getting their arm chewed off, watch Netflix. Do not, do not start visiting these roadside zoos or you are part of the problem. Yeah, I mean I think Dave, to kind of put your mind at ease, I think by the time we wrap up with you know with everything going on with uh, the the bug as it would be, I think by the time that happens the Tiger King will be pretty old news because these things tend to burn real hot and bright. And then they're done. You know? I mean, so yeah, if- I think it'll be all right. I think people are gonna be like I can go outside and go to a park and not have to worry about it, you know, or, or Please, whatever. Fuck. You know? Do not go, do not go to these shit roadside. Yeah, we I had one here. Fine. We had one here in Greenville, Wisconsin, not that far from us. And it was a, it was a shithole. And if anybody doesn't like me saying that, oh, we knew the owners. They were nice people. That place in Greenville was a shithole. And yet every weekend people brought their, oh, we wanted our kids to see a tiger. Oh, did you explain to your kids? Hey, look, the fucking tiger is in an eight by eight cage. It's so got assholes mange. like us can walk up and say, oh, we saw a fucking tiger. Yeah. Now, it's just don't, over shake don't start visiting these fucking roadside zoos. <laughs> Google tiger on the fucking internet and say, oh, it's a beautiful animal. It's too bad that people are treating them like crap all over the world. And you have weird people cutting off their penises for instead of taking Viagra. Different. Different. Yeah, yeah! That was uh, quite Eastern the term. Medicine, hey, that Eastern, Eastern medicine is something Eastern else. Eastern medicine in and of itself shark fins. is one of the worst fucking things for animal conservation in the world. People talk about deforestation and habitat invasion. I'll tell you what, Eastern yeah. medicine? You've seen some of those pictures of the shark, shark fins fin, all laid out? Shark fins, rhino tusks. Oh, rhino tusks cures cancer, gives you better boners. no. It fucking no. doesn't. Dried, a dehydrated tiger penis. Yeah. Eat it like beef jerky. You'll be mm, big strong, meat strong, man. <laughs> Fuck eastern medicine is fucking whack. Hey. <laughs> and let that be a lesson to you, eastern medicine so anyhow. Is whack. Here we're uh, talking about the tiger king kind of this <laughs> just laughing. from tiger. Let uh, me let me like tell bulls. you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> If you need a little help in the bedroom, just go to your doctor and get some fucking Cialis or Viagra or go wherever you need it online. It's going to help you. Tiger, dehydrated tiger penises aren't doing anything for you at all. Period.
1: What the fuck are we talking about? Tiger boners. Because there's they, fucking Eastern medicine,
0: yeah. man. That's, I'm talking about... Take the, the, like, I'm talking, how did we get to this point? Because we, like, I was talking about roadside zoos and loss have of species, <laughs> species and, and poaching and things like that. And one of the main reasons people poach <laughs> mm-hmm. tigers, not only for obviously their fur, is in Eastern medicine, people believe that tiger penises increase virility. You heard it here. Well, nobody wants folks. to take Viagra Yeah, Cialis. That's, uh, that's we don't. That's big. <laughs> that's big pharmacy stuff. We'd rather. <laughs> we'd, rather <laughs> we'd rather. We'd rather <laughs> have de- dehydrated <laughs> know, tiger penises. That's a horny goat. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, need, to, you need to please hilarious. the old lady so tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Put down that blue that's, pill. That's the, you need a tiger penis. That's the farmers' market version. Fuck, of that's right how. Though. That's how. That's how we got on. Really, that's the ad, Dave? Like that.
1: Fuck. And vacation with that helps. If you get into a fight. You'll oh, just scratch them around. See, for
0: Two <laughs> vacation <laughs> references <laughs> already In one topic. Jesus. Roll them <sighs> up. You know, you know who's taking a vacation is those Chicago Bulls. Your Chicago Bulls <laughs> uh, right.
1: Duh, Bulls. The last dance is finally here. It's me,
0: Austin! Oh son of a bitch!
1: I'm kidding when I say that, by I'm the pfft. way. I already know that's already going to get some heat. Oh, this global cool. pandemic really helped it advance helped. the release but of this it, Netflix documentary. It, it helped bring Chicago Bulls, guys. From June to April now, it's here. Two episodes for the next five weeks every Sunday night.
0: Yeah, they went to beat uh. this
1: year's box. <laughs> The, oh, that's actually God. a good debate to have. We're going to ask that Didn't question. Didn't the
0: Bucks just win some virtual video game Yeah, they won some... our, in game seven. Yeah, because ESPN did that. So the Badgers won the final four, and then the Bucks won in game seven. And then the Brewers also won the World Series. <laughs> that <laughs> should pretty so much count, is. shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it right, should. That's quarantine good in yeah. the yeah. banner. That's if good If you're in quarantine and you can't play real sports, virtual computer sports should be all you need. I say the Bucks are the champions. Yep. Right. They should
1: be, actually. So, uh, so, so, it's
0: really <laughs> so Diamond Dave has been
1: so excited about this. Oh, the last dance. Okay, you can't tell me that with zero sports that you're not at least a little bit. Ex- well, I know you're not, <laughs> unless it's Korean. <Kareem>, so, Dave. <laughs> but. So, the, the last dance is—is is this about? Um, is it about the
0: Bulls and their their six championships, or is it really about that last season where they won that final number six championship? Give us a little insight, because obviously everybody's been talking about this. And you could make a million documentaries on that Bulls team, um, obviously led by Jordan and Pippen, um, that won those six championships. But the, the title, The Last
1: Dance, would lead to the fact that it was kind of about the end of all this. Correct. So that last season, their last championship, uh, and this is already worldwide known, so I'm just going to repeat it real quick here. Uh, the owners told Phil Jackson, you could go 82-0. and zero. You're not coming back.
0: No shit.
1: Dead serious. Under what circumstances? They just wanted to move on and do their own thing because Jerry Ryan's door is a dipshit and they had the greatest team ever assembled. So they knew (laughs) going into that... I fucking didn't know that. So
0: everybody knew going into that final season that this was Phil Jackson's last year. Yep. They knew going into the season. How do you even fucking play like that? They must have figured out the triangle offense. It gives you just that amazing competitive edge. Yeah, yeah. You either take that... If if you get told that before the season starts, you either take that and you run with it one of two ways. Well, fuck it. If the head office is going to tell us we're done with Phil next year, then fuck it. We're not going to play You're that or, or, Andrew, you mm-hmm. go the complete opposite and you say, you know what? This We're going to fucking ride this motherfucker like nobody's ever done before. Well, you know what, Jordan? It was going to be winner nothing. I mean, was, it was yes. And even was in nothing. the press
1: conference, Jordan said, Phil Jackson's the only coach I'll play for, which obviously... Wasn't the only coach, but yeah. at that time for that moment. But he, but even for the Wizards, he got Doug Collins, which was his coach before Phil Jack,
0: Jackson and the Bulls. Mm-hmm. So, That's why they brought. And yeah.
1: then when that happened, apparently Phil had something that said "Last Dance," and they let. A camera crew followed them the entire season. Pretty much, they were all open books.
0: So they were doing so this, this before camera, so the any videos, of that stuff
1: came out. Yeah, they, I guess apparently they've had this in a vault for the last couple so of years. So the video
0: footage they're using yeah. for this The Last Dance was video footage they shot knowing this was going to be the last season. Correct. So this isn't, mm. this isn't like ESPN went back and grabbed a bunch of footage nope, from the nope. 90s. Because that's yeah, a lot that's of these documentaries, think. that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're grabbing all this old mm. footage.
1: They actually have fucking footage following
0: around like no way! Jordan. up
1: in the vet. This was a couple days after they just won the championship, and Jordan already was back in the gym. How did he fold himself up? Well, I guess he was <laughs> only six six,
0: so he oh, six only, six is uh, still, it's, uh, it's still tall well, for a I vet. mean, while Shaq he used to just take the, the whole front seat yeah. and yeah. drive from the back. Now, <laughs> the vets now are a little bit bigger than yeah. the vets back then, the but, uh, yeah, but there vol- was also a vet from '96. Yeah, it was the it was when they uh, what what year did they ninety god, ninety four I think they came out with the first one. I think yeah. eighty three to ninety three, or was it ninety four they had that Barbie Corvette? Yeah, the Barbie style. Oh. <laughs> I love ninety six. No, I think ninety six was the first year they came out with the the C five. Oh some of so some what? of our Corvette people. Aficionado I think it was, was I think it was eighty three to ninety five was the Barbie Corvette or eighty three to ninety four. Mm-hmm. I know the end of the uh, the end of the old.
1: Stigma. So back to right. the
0: Bulls. Yeah,
1: <laughs> hey, look <laughs> at his quarterback. Bulls, Bulls. So I mean, doubles. I mean, it's Michael Jordan. We all know yeah. he was a freaking assassin when it came to the basketball court. So. I can't wait to see how the season unveiled knowing those terms and how they wanted to go out on top. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, – you guys were talking about that they
0: kind of – we know Jordan is a very competitive person. Now, I've heard from friends who work in service industry in Las Vegas, in New York, and Chicago, that Jordan is a complete asshole. He has a reputation of treating people like dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> he might just in, – in Michael Jordan's defense – this is a guy who probably everywhere he ha- goes has people like all over him like yeah. eh, oh, every waiter is probably uh, expecting yeah. a thousand dollar tip. Can I get a picture? Yeah, if okay. he leaves a waiter a $50 tip, it's Jordan I should get more. But I yeah. heard I've I've heard from people who've worked out in Vegas that have served him that sometimes he'll be like no tip, you got to serve Michael Jordan, you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Which awesome <laughs> could be true or not. But Dave, uh, uh, you were saying in this documentary, they really dive into just how Crass, he could be at times.
1: Yeah, even Michael is on record. Over the last couple of interviews he's done over the last few weeks, he says it does make him come off. The it makes him look like an asshole. Hmm. So I mean, hey, with that, killer think that. They yeah, have, that's the price you pay for you know to wanting to win as yeah. much as he and, wanted to. And we've to. we've heard that about
0: a lot of very successful Kobe, athletes over the course <clears throat> of. The last I don't know since sports video coverage has been around or even before that that some of the athletes that were at the top of their game um, were just they their their mindset was so focused on winning that they didn't have time for anybody who focused on anything else. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, who's an interesting, and we'll talk about him a little bit later when we do shoutouts. Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder, four-time Mr. Olympia. He was runner-up a handful of times to Ronnie Coleman, one of the greatest bodybuilders of all time. Jay, admittedly, when he was in his training years, especially when he was prepping for the Olympia, he's like, I shut the whole world down. I didn't take phone calls from friends, sometimes not from family, and he's like, I didn't want to socialize. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't really want to talk to people in the gym sometimes. He's like, I was so focused on my training and my winning mm. that that was all that mattered. But, you know, and some people look at that and they're like, wow, man, like, what did, what did you sacrifice? Yeah, but look at the outcome yeah. four well, time and, Mr. Olympia. And back in, I don't want to sound like back in their days, but quite honestly, it was completely <clears throat> different where those athletes could act that way and nobody knew. I mean, back then, I mean, people knew Jordan was great and, and obviously guys <laughs> like Cutler were great and a number of other guys in sports, but we really didn't know their personality. They weren't putting it out on, on various social media platforms for you to be like, okay, I can get a little glimpse of like Aaron Rodgers' personality. You can kind of see a little bit of it through various social well, media. Back then, you really couldn't. You had to accept what the, uh, the sports writers were feeding you. Well, yeah, even Charles Barkley had that whole ad campaign, I am not a role model. I don't know what you call (laughs) Shaq cheap. He always does Uh, Yeah, But yeah, Barkley was always a big component of, you know, like he was... But he had he had stories about yeah, where Jordan won tip, so then Barkley would end up tipping. <laughs> he's, tip. he's like, You got know, this guy who makes way more than me and I'm giving the tip and not him.
1: <laughs> Jesus. First billion dollar athlete. And so let me ask you guys, with being in the nineties, obviously basketball was way, way different then when they could play defense. Didn't
0: have a bunch of floppers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Vladdy played back then. He was a huge flopper. You guys like into basketball, then I think in the '90s it was at a peak. I but. was a I was a big Jordan fan. I have my senior
0: pictures with my. It's funny because I say retro twelves. No, they were they were just the twelves. <laughs> they were on time. They were on time. They were just the twelves. I wore the twelves to my junior prom. Um, <laughs> I was at. Uh, I remember. You know, the Jordans um, made that acceptable. Uh, of wearing tennis shoes with they the did suits. because so you could forget black and white yeah the black and white yeah. shoes especially the Jordan twelves because it was like a solid black and solid white it wasn't like you almost looked at him like wait a minute are those no those are Jordans yeah, baby they're not dress shoes <laughs> um <laughs> but I I was a big basketball fan um I, I shouldn't say I was a big basketball fan. I was a big Michael Jordan fan. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't watching the NBA a lot but it was it was hard not to get completely wrapped up in a team and uh that was that dominant in a player that was that um, that polarizing. So I think everybody was a basketball fan, and I think it was you know it's similar to, uh, look if if LeBron's playing, I'm gonna sit down and watch LeBron play. If, if when Kobe was playing, it was like if a basketball game was on, I'd watch Kobe play just because the guy was a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. So there's certain players where regardless, and now Giannis with the Bucks, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain players where like yeah, even if you're not into basketball that much or if the, the, the particular sport isn't your thing, if it's on and you don't have anything else going on. Why not? But I think, especially with Michael Jordan, people tuned in to watch the Bucks, even or the Bulls rather, even if they weren't necessarily a basketball fan, even if you know they weren't a Chicago pa- fan, people just wanted to see the guy play mm-hmm. because he was just that next level. Yeah, he was just so much better than everybody else, and really probably that the first real athlete that was so heads and shoulder head and shoulders above everybody else, or even a, a casual fan could watch it and be like, oh, well, clearly that guy's uh, just yeah. a beast. On I, would, I would like to well, think that Wilt Chamberlain was probably that much better, yeah. but it was before... Yeah. Yeah, before, before But yeah, and TV, and but yeah and and Russell and. always shut him yeah. down and when it mattered uh, most for the championships. Bill Russell. Yeah. Bill Russell. And then you had Who the was 80s, was, the, high, the high that rise was Bird versus know, yeah, Magic. So that was the big thing. And then, so Jordan came along because the NBA was floundering before Magic and Bird, and they kind of brought it up, and then Jordan then ascended it after Wasn't there just a bunch of controversy with Michael Jordan being named like a top college basketball player, and, yes. they, and they interviewed a yeah. bunch of guys, and they're like, Jordan's not even top 10 for a college Well, the thing yeah, because he, it should have been Kar- our boy Kareem. Kareem because Abdul-Jabbar. He right? had yeah. like two losses, because this is bad. Well, to- who was that other guy, not to cut you off, but I, I was trying to figure this out, and I couldn't find it on my phone somehow. Who was the guy who played for UCLA when they won all those championships, and this guy was on the freshman team, and when they would scrimmage, the freshman team would beat the national championship team. Do you remember any of that? Luell Cinder. Luell Cinder, that's who it was. So that's the guy that's that said Kareem, Kareem abdul Jabbar. Oh my god. Holy knowledge. fuck. Dude, I because, didn't know. Because, because, holy yeah. fuck. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> this day in Podcast Hindering. <laughs> Podcast history. Creepy Abdul-Jabbar. No, no, no. Who's the yeah, other guy? The, the freshman. The guy. The freshman. Lewa Alcindor. Yeah, that's In him. It's the same one. He changed. Who was, was changed that? Who is that boxer? The guy, Muhammad Ali? No, no, no. no a boxer. Cassius Clay. Cash is close. Cash, He was uh, the stud. But yeah, they, he was on the- Holy fuck. Because Kareem, I'm not a basketball fan. Because well, uh, Kareem <laughs> played at a time where the freshmen weren't allowed to play on varsity. Yeah, yeah. So they beat the team with Bill Walton on that had won that's, the yeah, championship. Yeah, so, Cinder, Cinder <laughs> you
1: fucking I mean,
0: asshole. When <laughs> Kareem played, they outlawed the dunk just to try and stop him. And that's when he uh, discovered the sky. They hook. outlawed the dunk? You couldn't dunk in NCAA? No. <laughs> Until when, what year? It wasn't until, like, the 80s, C- I think, C- or Kameen something would just. Like, yeah, would just fuck you. He was so, <laughs> he was so much <laughs> more <laughs> dominant than everybody yeah. else. He lost and like Lou Cinder t- was, too. <laughs> <laughs> he lost, Let's give a little bit of credit like to John games. Wooden, though. Uh, oh, yeah, he's greatest. a great coach. I mean, I you can, can have the talent. Look at John Calipari. He had all the talent, but he still lost the to the f- Badgers. I don't know who the fuck that is. All I know is John Wooden, you can make an argument, greatest coach of all time in any sport, period. Oh, Yeah. Strong it, argument, a solid. Mm, he was coached. He coached uh, Abdul Jabbar and Lewellen. <laughs> both of them. Yeah, yeah. Both, of them. <laughs> both of them. Imagine <laughs> if they would have had both those guys on the team. Imagine, Imagine to <laughs> <they> had <laughs> and Al Singer. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, so all right. So, no, 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 but it. yeah, there was yeah um, quite the controversy for that, and I do agree with that because it seemed that everybody took the pro sports. Right, aspect yeah. into it, even though Kareem is
1: the all-time leading scorer <laughs> in the NBA. So that it's like, it's
0: just, it was, was a new generation
1: good. that yeah. was voting on it. Well, right. I don't think anyone will ever say Michael Jordan was the greatest college athlete, but Bo Jackson was. Well,
0: I'll go with that. That's hard to beat. Archie Griffin? Well, Archie Griffin.
1: The, I, <laughs> well the cool thing is, is uh, I feel like Kobe Bryant was the last one of that killer instinct from... Going into the late 90s, into the 2000s. Of course. Well, yeah, he came in at the right time for yeah, that. Yeah, he did. LeBron's a pretty uh, angry player. I like mm-hmm. LeBron. I like LeBron. I just don't think he has the. I like, when, ya-
0: I like when Giannis does his skull, where he's like,
1: after he's- he gets angry. Yeah, after he-
0: when he does his coast to coast, where it's like, everyone's like, all right, just go. <laughs> We're, <laughs> We're not going <laughs> to stop this. The yet. question
1: I want to ask is <clears> a lot of people are still wondering like, if, take the Bulls, we'll take that, that last championship team against any team after that. Would that team beat those Bulls? I say absolutely not. Assuming now, do we so say you're today's saying the game? So bo- you t- you you're, that you're saying just that the Bulls would continue to... That, you take that team. They would beat... Uh, the 97, 98 team. <coughs> could they would beat anybody. Any team. I know Shaq has way more to say about that than anyone. That's but. exactly <laughs> what I was going to say, because that three-peat Lakers team, they had
0: every aspect where they're just as good, if not better, because they would have had a better inside game with having Shaq at his prime. Because you have to remember, Sha- a young Shaq in the Magic beat beat the Bulls of the year that Jordan came back, and then they're the one that said, oh, that's when Nick Anderson said, oh, Pass. he's, like, he's like 45? That's not that's not <laughs> Jordan.
1: 23 is Jordan. Who's 45? And I'm then sticking the next with the Bulls, game, man. Uh, There's no way. I think I, it would I go think, to like his – S- seven game series. I don't know enough about
0: basketball seven. to make a solid argument. Oh, you as don't to do <laughs> <laughs> No, casual basketball fan. <laughs> so is, then, you, what's quiz? Is there something <laughs> less just than like... casual? Just not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least you knew the difference between Luel El yeah, that, that was pretty bad. I would like to think, from a nostalgia standpoint, <laughs> a <fuck>. that uh, <laughs> that the that Bulls team um, would have would have dominated uh in in any era but again um, you know they, they they play the game for a reason and mm-hmm. uh you take you take five guys and six 12 however many actually make their way out onto the court and you play seven games and you can say oh, hypothetically they would have this person on this person but those those matchups they're you know there's a, there's a, lot that, goes, land, there's a lot that there's a lot that goes into that and i think when you take i think when you take colby and jordan the uh the the interesting thing about that argument becomes both of them had that same work ethic, that same mm-hmm. killer instinct. And it would have been interesting to see those two play against each other at their primes. Obviously, when they yeah, played they, against they each they played other, like an all yeah. star game, something like young, that. and Jordan was mm-hmm. getting a little bit older. But it wasn't, hey, both of these guys are, are in their prime at the peak of their game um, with the, the best people around them. Yeah. You know, because as we saw with Kobe later in his career as he started dipping a little bit even with uh even with how talented he was when he didn't have the right people around and those Lakers struggled a lot. And that was tough to see, you know, the the Lakers and how, and how far they fell in Kobe's last few years, but um I don't know, I got to I got to go with the yeah. fucking Bulls, man. Yeah. The Bulls. The well, Bulls. my my limited knowledge tells no me sheets, anything. Let's <laughs> just fucking pass. Well, no, it is interesting because the thing with like the 96-97 Bulls is that they're not an old enough team where I don't think athletic ability has changed that much like it's not okay. it's not the, the 2018 that the twenty eighteen patriots playing the sixty six packers mm-hmm. where the linemen are two hundred and twenty pounds versus right. three forty you know the the athletes are still relatively close, so you're not going to get that separation of bigger, faster, stronger that you normally get you know with athletes and teams from different eras but yeah, I mean the the little bit I saw Jordan play, I I haven't seen anybody who can completely take over a game the way he does, including LeBron James. Because a little bit of basketball I did watch, he was letting Steph Curry just run the line and and throw down in one of their championships. I don't remember. I was like, Curry's he looks, easy. you know, he, he looks <laughs> like he's a uh, on the academic uh, team, not the basketball team. And you're letting <laughs> him, you're letting him run the court on you. What's oh, up, so LeBron? You're, so you're saying the Bulls? I guess I'll well, go with the like Bulls. The only thing I was saying would maybe they with Golden Bucks. State with the New, new rules where they hit threes, but that's, that's the only way. Yeah, but, well, that's the thing. Can well, you oh, talk They had Paul Steve Pierce? Kerr, and they had B.J. Armstrong, and what the, the three-point John, John Paxson, Craig Hodges, who won three-point shootouts but never actually got <laughs> to play. Well, that was the same with James Jones on the when he was on the Miami Heat. He would compete in the three-point, gym, <laughs> but he would see like garbage time <laughs> all the time for the yeah. Heat when they had Lebron. If nobody's and Wade covering and stuff. him. This guy can really hit a three-pointer. <laughs> <He's throwing laughs> <it> down. <laughs> well, don't
1: forget about Luke Longley, Randy Brown, Judd oh, Bushler. Oh Bill C- come on, Bill Cartwright, the best oh, thro- yep, free throw Bill, shooter of all time. That's, on. Yeah. that's <laughs> earlier
0: on because I mean you was know Jordan has to think John Paxson, for one championship and Steve Kerr well, for the other. Come on. Yeah. Steve Man. Kerr hit, hit well, a big Steve shot. Yep. D- did not Did we just see B.J. Armstrong earlier? He still looks like he's 12 years old. Yes. <laughs> he does. He's <laughs> barely so, aged. I Somebody st- fucking ID this guy. I still guy. remember when I still liked the Bulls and we got NBA Jam and Jordan wasn't on it. I was so disappointed. It was B.J. Armstrong and Scotty
1: Pippen. <laughs> Pass. I need this Pass. Ass. Well, was the Miami Heat because they had Glenn Rice and Pass. Harold Miner. <laughs> Where the fuck <laughs> is Jordan? I'll have to send you the the, out of here. the link I found with Dell Curry doing a Dan Patrick interview, where uh, Dell was telling a story about Michael, and they were coming up to the stadium, and Jordan went up to Dell and he saw that Dell was limping. He's like, "Yo, what happened to you? Are you playing tonight?" And he's like, "Nah, man, I got a sprained ankle." He's like, "All right, who's guarding me?" He said, "So and so." He's like. Ha! 50, and he put down like 52 <laughs> points. <laughs> he <laughs> said that? Called ah, him out. 50. They, they
0: learned that stuff uh, because, you know, got to go to Larry Bird for that because he used to say that all the time. He would go right over to the opposing bench. Hey, I'm going to catch it right here. I'm going to shoot it, and I'm going to make it. And then he shoot it, Fucking and make it. French, French lick Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Larry Bird. But uh, so anyhow, we're going to be watch looking tonight, forward to it, watch that. Ep- two it, episodes a night for the next five weeks. Five weeks on Sunday night every night. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll be ESPN looking post. forward to if it. Nine, 9 p.m. Eastern, eight Central. If you're yeah. like me, maybe you'll learn something about basketball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <You'll>, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They might be able to tell you a difference between Lou Cinder and Kareem. <laughs> oh, it's going to be on, on, on ESPN Plus. Right? I'll be able to it's watch. it. No, it's it's on, on everything. It's too. on everything. It's going yeah. yeah. to be on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, ESPN essentially. Oh. But I can watch it on ESPN Plus. I have ESPN Plus now. Got it all set up at the home with the home basement, the the gym, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, you recently did some new construction. I did. I so I've been taking. Um, this stay-at-home time to go to the hardware stores and get out of my house. <laughs> and, um, As are a lot of people. I've using noticed. the stay-at-home time to go to the hardware <laughs> stores. Uh, don't worry, I've been practicing social distancing. And um, he had the mask on. I didn't have a mask on, but I trust me, I did stay away from people. We well, were. That's just. Dobber and, I were out on our, Dobber and I were out on our walk today, so we'll cut into this here. Dobber and I took a a fucking god. So he goes for these walks. We'll get back to the home remodeling story, but uh, this has a point. So (laughs) Dobber goes on these like two and a half hour walks in the weekends in the morning, you know. And he said something yesterday. uh, But yeah, I miss seeing my friends, so I you know hit him up. I'm like, hey, Dobber. I'm like, I'll go for a walk with you this morning. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going at 6 a.m. I'm like, fuck. Okay. (laughs) You know, know, so I'm thinking to myself, you know, we'll go for this walk. It ends up being a few miles, and um, but I've really wanted to get out to Thousand Islands. So there's a Thousand Island Nature Center about. a few miles from where we live, where it's not a huge nature preserve. It's pretty small, but it's a trail along the river. They have bald eagles nesting. So it can be a really neat place to go. So I said, you know what? Let's walk there. And it was like an hour, an hour and a half from his house walk. And I was feeling ambitious, (laughs) right? Six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Ready to go. So we... Took every bit of an hour and a half because we're <laughs> we at I a casual your knees pace. a little swollen up today. <laughs> and then uh, you know we were there for a good like hour walking up and down. But we were walking on the trail and there was these two ladies and we're about to pass. And the one has like a ski mask on. It's not even a fucking mask, just a ski mask. <laughs> and as we're about to pass, when she gets about ten feet away from us looks me fucking dead in the eye and goes like this <laughs> with her fucking... Like I was going to fucking chew and sneeze on her. I'm like this bitch. You like should have licked your vengeance. hand and slapped she didn't her. even say like hi or good morning or nothing. <laughs> now mind you, it was still fucking the morning. Yeah. Just... Mm. like this, like she was a fucking ninja ready to go. See, look, she, she did this and then started reaching behind oh, her back. We, like gonna so we take so out. with the walk, I heard your your knees were like Jake Taylor in Major League where he had the two big bays <laughs> so of ice. I, <laughs> so the initial plan for Dabber and I this morning was, uh, was to go out on a walk. We figured it would take about four hours. I got about eight miles in on this fucking walk. Now, mind you, I walk about three miles each morning and three miles after. So for the the time that I've been at home, I have a treadmill at my house. I'll do an hour at three miles an hour up at a seven and a half degree incline. So I'm used to walking about six miles a day. Walking three miles on a padded treadmill in the morning versus walking eight Mm. and a half miles Mm -hmm. on concrete is a (laughs) huge, huge difference. So we get about eight miles in and my feet and my (laughs) knees were, were starting to hurt, but I had like a really comfortable pair of air maxes on. So it was cushiony shoes, by the way, no, it was like mid forties, low forties when we went out there. So I wore like a pair of like under armor tights under my joggers, which are basically like tights. So let's just say I had two layers of tights and I still have relatively large thighs 270 right now fatter than I want to be but it is what it is and my fucking thighs were like rubbing the whole fucking time and I get about eight (laughs) miles in I get about eight eight miles into this fucking walk walk, and the chafing (laughs) is getting pretty fucking bad and I turn to Dabra I'm like you good he's like yeah I'm good and we had like another we had another like probably good hour and a half You you gotta get back so we were gonna get like 10 miles but you know, we weren't that far from where we live. So I said, fuck it, throw it in the towel. So I called my fiance. So <laughs> you need to come, Pandre, don't look at me like that. So I said, you need to fucking come pick us up. So he came, the came no and picked us up from our walk. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm fucking done. I got 8.6 miles in this morning. But anyhow, so that was my my did, mask story. Did, Seeing uh, this lady on a trail. Outdoors, yeah, a wide trail thing. walk right by me, dead in the eye, and pulled her mask over her face. <laughs> I was just gonna ask, like, did Dauber wow. throw in the tall tour? Did he? No, Dauber was Dauber wanted to make it very clear on my Instagram story that he was ready <laughs> to, <laughs> that he was Dauber was very hey, much ready to boy, continue. Dabber. I said that the a story boy. that will live him in for me, I, I, but I feel like 8.6 miles. Like I said, my, my I knees know. and my knees and my ankles and my lower back was a little bit sore, but I would have been fine walking another few miles if I did it with like out any pants on or anything, but I think my legs would probably still even chafe, and I don't want to get arrested.
1: Yeah, you know, that's... I do want to say congratulations for actually being on a trail where there's a bunch of dipshits who get new trails, <sighs> hey! and oh, I'm just going to walk on the road. <laughs> dip-shits. dipshits! Dipshits. That's a drink. But, that's a drink. Uh, In any, any
0: regard, I got way off topic as, mm. as usual. Um, okay. So Remodeling. I... Uh, I was remodeling my house, so uh, I joke a lot on Facebook and Instagram about being, you know, the fat kid and stuff like that, and for how much I eat. But uh, I still take my fitness very seriously. And uh, when the gyms shut down, it wasn't actually a big deal for me because my brother has a ridiculous home gym that, even though it's obviously smaller than a commercial gym, has basically everything a commercial gym would have. So I was like, eh, "Fuck so it," jealous. you know. And then they did the whole stay-at-home order, <laughs> and realistically, I could have probably still gone to my brother's house, but I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna try to be the responsible. Citizen here I'm just gonna work out at my house and my, my paneling in my house you know my house was built in the 60s and stuff like that so it's like a like a pea green paneling it was just a dark kind of <laughs> dingy space and even though I had some machines and some nice flooring it just wasn't someplace that I wanted to be down at you know twice a day you know six days a week and so I put new paneling on painted it white although I really feel like I would have Rather had like a light gray, yeah. like a repost gray or something. White feels like a hospital. It it's or it's really bright, but yeah. then I have all my black and white Arnold posters. I made this custom like TV stand. Um, Wait, I, how long did it take for you to make the TV stand? Well,
1: how long it did it take? It, it, take, so. it didn't take very long <laughs> yeah. at all. Oh geez, because I
0: just used cinder blocks and two by eights. It actually looks pretty ah, decent. Okay, so it does. Yeah. Look, I that's saw that's the video. School. It looks badass. Yeah, yeah, no, it looks pretty cool. It's a basement. The only thing <laughs> I don't like is I have all my I have all my black and white Arnold stuff. I have my USA flag, so I got a flag. I got yeah. my, my racks and my handles and all that. But it's it's a lot of black and white. And one of my buddies, Dave Kalick. Um, a friend of the podcast. Dave Kalick, good Another friend of the podcast. Another He was disappointed Jeez. that I didn't have all my 80s posters. Mm. And I'm thinking just to get some color, I might swap out the Arnold posters with something with some color. Like I have some Kiss posters you and gotta some posters. You got to leave a posters. couple Aries up. Oh, How about if it's an They're Arnold all, movie poster? That's yeah, last action hero would know, be a perfect. Great idea. Get a pred- I just need color. Brother, like commando. I said my my flooring is like a black nah. matte flooring. The walls are white, the trim is black, the TV stand is black. The flag looks obviously great, but I need some some color to pop, but uh it was it yeah. was nice I had all my I got a movie uh, poster oh. junior I'm going <laughs> to pass <laughs> the one where Arnold got pregnant. Could you imagine? They must have paid Arnold a lot of fucking money. Oh. <laughs> they must have paid him a lot of money. Like, he's reading this fucking script going, so wait a minute. So I become pregnant?
1: Wait, do it in the voice. Do it in the voice.
0: <laughs> Come on. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> I have, I have I to be pregnant. pregnant? <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> I gonna don't get to yell to get to the chopper. Well, we're going well, to pay you $30 million. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, where does the baby come out? (laughs) Maybe Stallone tricked him on that one, the way Arnold tricked (laughs) Stallone into doing "Stop or my mother will stop or my mom will (laughs) shoot." Oh my god, so great! Oh my god, listening to Arnold tell the stories about him and Stallone at the Arnold Sunday Showcase (laughs) is always the best. That had to be excellent. Yeah, but so so you were doing your uh, your remodel, and um, once again, here we go. (laughs) Once again, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, who do you think got a? Who you know? Just who do you think got a text about uh, needing to help somebody <laughs> out to move <laughs> some uh, material from their local home improvement store? That's right, the guy with the pickup truck. Uh, you know, mm. these three guys send me a picture <laughs> oh, of how you can rent a pickup truck for 1995. Not I a single nothing. one of them has done it. I not sent, one of them has rented the truck. I sent nothing. Why rent when we can call you? Oh yeah, because I'm not doing anything. Well, not anymore. But <laughs> 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 hey, you <laughs> have got somebody else. to. Help. Yeah. I thought that's what the ninety-one I, ranger was for. Yeah, the flat ninety one ranger. No, yeah, uh, my friend Matt came and helped yep. us out. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was uh it went good. I got I got everything done in two weekends. It was nice. I have like oh, I don't two have weekends. uh I no, but it wasn't that intensive. Um, <laughs> But no, it's nice. I have most of the tools at my house that I need, yep. so it wasn't. Uh, I, I, you know, the the one thing I don't think I have is a table saw. I have just mm. about mm. just about everything else other than the truck. Yeah, my my my, my compound miter saw is uh, is uh, Wait, not is at that, my.
1: Isn't that yours or your brother's? No, it's,
0: <laughs> it's pro. Why is there a compound mitre saw in the studio? In the studio? What are you talking about? <laughs> no,
1: not way over on the other side of the building. Oh, in no, that's storage. My, that's mine. Yeah, the oh, okay. compound
0: mitre saw that I own. My the, nice rigid hmm. one was at my next brother's to the, Next to the level. He's, he's got no way to get it home because so he doesn't have a pickup truck. <laughs> Fuck this guy. got <laughs> no way to get it home. Just can't but, figure uh, out what to do. No, it was, it was <laughs> good. Can't. So we we wanted to do a fun... Um, a fun we, we do a lot of lists on this show. Lists. And then we ask... Our listeners, our followers, our viewers, our fans—I hate seeing fans,
1: friends of the podcast,
0: people who watch it because casual it's like a train friends rack. of the podcast, casual friends of the podcast, everybody's friends of the podcast. Top five tools a man should have at his house as a homeowner. As a homeowner, the top five tools. Now, lawnmower doesn't count. If you don't have a hammer, fuck off. We're not listening. A hammer, like yeah, top five, terrible. like actual, like power tools. Every homeowner. Should have. So power tools is well, what we're going it, with. Well, now, see, uh, I don't think it necessarily would have to be power tools. Top five tools just, everybody should yeah, have. I mean, one, one not, not, not included. included. We're not talking like a leaf blower. Yeah, and wrenches and screwdrivers, yeah, et cetera. Those are the basics. No top five tools.
1: Dave, what do you think? You, yeah, if, if you had to give top five. If you had to, if we'll you start had to say the top five. There is a good argument for a hammer.
0: Okay, you know what? We'll allow hammers. Top five what, tools. Is this going to be then like, like... That's a last one. You're going to go down a fucking slippery slope. A hammer, a flathead screwdriver, a, <laughs> a Phillips screwdriver, a pliers, <laughs> no. and a wrench. Uh, <laughs> top. Congratulations, <laughs> top five sucks. <laughs> Crescent
1: wrench, because you need go to be adjustable. Hammer, a 6 okay. and one let's, let's hear his list. 6 and one Then I was going to do an impact drill, right? Because we could all use those. Okay. Nail gun, because you might need it. Wait, a nail gun? You, you I'm can't. kidding about the nail gun. I was nope. hoping you guys would go off a little bit, okay, but we'll I just, just got dead. It was no sold. Do your list. Then a hacksaw. You could use a hacksaw. Kay. And then... Uh, <laughs> that's
0: five. <laughs> yeah, you that's have a wild five. card? We this is about- the <laughs> fucked <laughs> off list. <laughs> I told you it'd be great he with them. Comes- did you mean an impact driver or an impact drill? He said impact sure. drill. A hammer yeah. drill or an impact saw? A driver? That's a hammer drill. Well, there's a hammer drill and there's My an impact head. driver. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how much <laughs> drilling into concrete. Dave's drilling into every concrete day. every week. I-, I gotta
1: have a fucking hammer drill. <laughs> Honestly, uh, a table saw would be nice too. <laughs>
0: That'd be your wild card to be the table saw? Table saw. Okay, because the, 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 when we were talking about this in production, we decided it, you'd be your top five and a wild card uh, tool that you know maybe wouldn't get as much use, but still important. So uh, Top five. <sighs> See, oh, look at I'll me! Huh? So top no, five. Fire, right? So I'm gonna, go a, uh, I'm gonna go with i am I'm gonna go with uh, am I'm gonna go with a drill. Now, impact driver would be up on my list because it's a fucking thousand times easier than drill. But you mm-hmm. can still screw stuff in with a drill. So if I only had five, yeah, exactly. I'm going with a regular drill. I can put a Phillips bit in, and I can put a drill bit in. Okay, I'm gonna go with a skill saw. You gotta Ooh. have a skill saw. Now, nice. skill saw alleviates the need, the need to have a table saw or a compound miter saw, because you can rip and you can cross cut with a skill saw. So we've got a drill, we've got a skill saw, a sawzall. Oh, the ultimate... Got <laughs> He can you take gotta, a boat apart with one of those. Hey, you, right got, you gotta have a Sawzall, Okay. Got one up. Uh, I'm gonna go with a, a plunge cutter, or they call it a lot of times they call it a multi-tool. It's where it vibrates yep. kind of back and forth. Yep. You can sand yeah, that with, is, yeah. you can That's sand with one. those. You need to cut off the bottom of baseboard. You can do anything. Um and then God, my final tool that everybody must have. Gotta drill. The fifth
1: one's a hard one, isn't it, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: not even gonna start to compare our lists. Um, no let's, comparing. Uh, let's see. I would say probably a jigsaw to be honest with you, because if you need to make any sort of curved cut, it's gonna be a real motherfucker with a sawzall. Yeah. You can't do it with a skill saw. Your accuracy with a sawzall. So if I need to cut plywood and cut two by fours or two by sixes, I can do that with my skill saw, my sawzall, and my plunge cutter for destructing shit, my drill for whatever. Yeah. And you know, I a hammers to me is like everybody should have that. As far as like Yeah. As far as a wild card, God Fuck man. What's an interesting tool that everybody should have? A diamond Dave. That's an interesting tool. A diamond. (laughs) A diamond Dave.
1: I love Uh, it. If I had
0: to to add one, I I would say if uh, and it's not really a wild card, I will go with an impact driver. Cause an old school drill, just fucking <laughs> drilling into anything, <laughs> like you fucking feel bad for people who used to use battery powered drills. Obviously, yeah. if you got one that's electric, um, but the problem with electric drills are some of those fuckers, Richard, yeah, they Richard Phillips on, yeah. had a fucking Milwaukee electric <laughs> fucking drill. This thing was like this oh, that, big, the big dog, right? Yeah. The huge ones, but plugged like, in with like, like a Uncle cord Buck like Buck hand. Hand. this, yeah. <laughs> and if you fucking <laughs> caught that thing and, and fucking, oh, like, oh, Dave, she goes into the. 220, not the 110. Plug it in where the washer and the dryer go in. If you caught that fucking drill wrong, and you guys that have used like electric, and I don't think you know everybody uses impact drivers now. So they don't know. If you've never almost broken your wrist on your stepdad's fucking power tools, (laughs) you 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 need to know that fucking thing would just just fucking break your wrist. But uh, I can get a lot done with those tools. Like I said, I love my compound miter saw. So I think that's phenomenal, but you can really get that shit done with a skill saw. Well, well I was gonna go with uh, you know bottle opener, wine uh, <laughs> opener, uh, mixer for okay. Uh, actually, it's uh, all, uh, all great it's tools. Like, uh, yeah, they are uh, accessories. <laughs> the Accessorize. <laughs> well, you have your you know your any impact tool that you have like with a drill or driver is great. But uh, I was gonna go a little off the wall just to so the usual stuff. So I was gonna go with uh, you know clamps. Always great. Mm-hmm. to have clamps with anything Ooh, that you're indeed. making, Amps. that you're gluing yep. anything together. Uh, there was um, another one that I saw in here that was pretty good, like a wire stripper. If you're ever doing anything <laughs> electricity, Hey, that's not a bad idea. Um, hey, I'm I'm just he's I'm just good. he's thinking outside the box I'm here. That's not really what <laughs> Quinn and I had. In you mind. know, you guys had wild cards. Well, they disappoint you wild cards. What do we got? There's plenty of stuff yeah, here.
1: You kind of Wait, Andrew, are you just looking up at what you pull up there? And up? <laughs> uh, Take one of these. One of those. <laughs> no. 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 Holy
0: shit. He I fucking am. Googled tools and was pulling up uh wire <laughs> card. No, 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 I didn't like, no, I did actually have a crimper. <laughs> it wasn't on there, but no, an air compressor. Yeah, air compressor. Yeah, Important. Because, yeah. yeah but you gotta have now you have to add all the other <laughs> air tools. <laughs> Okay, now nah, you'll get there. Yeah, oh, he's, he's gonna—you're gonna fucking slap me right in the face with a nail gun, aren't you? <laughs> an air compressor? Oh, you gotta have the nail tools and a nail gun. No, <laughs> well, fuck I was—I was gonna say any like air drill for like doing or uh, air tool to be able to, to oh, the take the tires off yeah. your fucking car. And Environmentally shit and friendly, yeah. he's using he's air. Right? Not yeah, he's got batteries. an impact wrench over yeah, here. Impact wrench. Nice nice I, I, I use them at work, and the last two jobs I had in the salt mines they were all air tools so and they all been oh, oh, great. How oh, great
1: would that be to be like, hey, why don't you come and bring Carl, bro? I'll we'll get those tires changed on for you. Just yeah, <laughs> <exactly. Andrew's laughs> rotating the neighbor's tires. <laughs> hey, Jerry!
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, bring the Jeep the out that. over. I'll rotate your tires for you. Yeah, the fucking no? Jerry. No? Okay, well, if you change your mind, <laughs> fucking, I'm here all day. <laughs> that fucking Jerry on double charge. No, and then uh, <laughs> uh, See, nine, that'll be uh, 60 bucks. Still $20 less than what they would have charged to roll. To pumps, do do so. you a favor. <laughs> what? Well, what I love it, and then uh that I use assault mines now is the ninety degree I- impact, which is always Ooh, nice. Those ninety nice, degree adapters yeah. for drills. That's yes, a real those good are one. Those oh, are always those are a awesome life-saver. And And uh, my wild card, the stub finder. Come on, who doesn't no? want a stub oh finder? What I'm do wrong. you want to sit there with the a <laughs> hammer the whole time? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> Maybe. Whoa, easy, <laughs> easy. Oh, don't worry. Oak built that over three
1: months. It should be good. Custom made, head to toe. We, <laughs> we, had, three God, people we <laughs> had three people hanging on it. It is not going anywhere. One
0: of Daisha's fiancés commented on my gym thing. So she's like, oh, poor Dacia. She's like, it took you two years to get the kitchen done and two weekends to finish your gym. <laughs> Levels of importance.
1: <laughs> the kitchen was only
0: a spice rack. And had somebody else do my kitchen. <laughs> you can go to a restaurant whenever you Lot. This, is <laughs> this is my gym. This is my gym. This is my mental I health. I got, I got Quim, what do we got? Okay, so yeah, I mean, I kind of brought this uh, topic up to the guys, thought it'd be a lot of fun, and the way I looked at it was a little bit different uh, than what these guys did. I kind of looked at it as, you know, it, it's great to have all the basic tools that you'd want to do for different projects around the house, but I thought as a homeowner... What's going to happen every year? You know, you're, you're guaranteed stuff you're going to have to do. You're not always going to have to fix your water heater or have some maniac put a hole in your wall or whatever it might be. You know, so the stuff that it's you're going to have practical. to deal with on a, on a daily basis. <laughs> okay. And so the first thing I thought was a ladder. Either uh, an expandable ladder, oh. a tool, <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, god, go e- on. With either your an lip. expandable ladder, I, I like or it. or a like uh, it. you know, or your typical, uh, you know, regular a frame ladder that WWE loves to use. <laughs> <laughs> good. But so, I thought that was critical for gutters, etc. Yep. Uh, the next one that I think is often overlooked is a wheelbarrow because the amount of ooh, landscaping ooh, work you typically do, you know, wheelbarrow makes things way, way easier. Hmm. Then number three, this is kind of uh, a product uh, shout-out, I guess, but I love my Silky Saw. If you guys don't have a Silky Saw, it's a Japanese-made saw for like you know, trimming wood, cutting wood, whatever. It's faster than a chainsaw for a homeowner who's Andrew, only cutting bring up a little bit bring up silky who, who's stuff. only going to trim he's talking about. If you're, if you're <laughs> only going to trim like a few limbs. Even, how do you even spell it and you're not cutting yeah, it, just like it comes it sounds, with the, silky the handy pole right well it has they make that kind but they also make folding hand ones <laughs> and i tell you guys i can cut wood you know Five, six inch logs I can cut faster than what it would <laughs> take you. Yeah, salt. that's the one I have right there, <laughs> the big boy. This <laughs> asshole outside, his neighbor's got a fucking hey, old, nice skill saw. I'll do yeah, this my, the old fashioned way. My buddy Greg has one for all of his tree yeah, trim and, and, and he loves it. Yeah, the reason I picked that because I thought, you know, the average homeowner, while I do own a chainsaw and I love it, <laughs> For doing stuff around my house, I don't want to take the time to gas up the saw, put the bar oil in it, make sure the blade is sharp. There's I just want to grab it. the silky and go and cut it down and I'm done, so... Wait, what kind that's, of... So, obviously, you're not
1: cutting down trees. You're tr- what cutting twigs. What, do you, what, do you
0: cut, what if you need to cut a... You know what? Go on with your list. Sorry, okay. Go on, well, Quinn. They do make a 1,000. That's about as long as this table, and you can cut trees down with that. But that's... We'll get that list. in post-production. Anyways. we got a ladder. <laughs> We've got a wheelbarrow. we got Latter, a silky saw. Ladder, wheelbarrow, silky saw. The other thing I thought that was very important was a level. A nice, good, like, six, five, six six-foot level I thought was critical very much. to have. And then... Um, the last one again this is something I think it's used more often than people realize is a good sturdy quality shovel that's not going to break on you when you're putting in your new tree from Home Depot and you're really kind of reefing on well, the he ground you really went the la- you went, you went 100% landscaping well, see, here and I because I thought that's what most people would end up doing so if you had oh, those you're right. you know you're yeah. you're your covered you're doing that stuff like more sh- than than building, yeah, 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 building you know I just I, I, I default back to my Barro Manesco construction days. So yeah, I gotta have a skill saw. Gotta, I gotta have it. Gotta, yeah. gotta have a sawzall because that's shit I use, and I actually like to build stuff at my house over the course of two weeks or six whatever. months, <laughs> or two years, <laughs> whatever, whatever it, it may be. be. I, enjoy, I enjoy building stuff. You know, really making don't stuff with my hands. Yeah. But you're right. In terms probably- of like you know maintenance around your house, and then my wild card, uh, something that I don't know how I could live without is a good sturdy vice.
1: Richard Phillips loves it. Oh, I love vices. He's got like
0: three workbenches in the house. And Everyone's like to his centerpiece, Richard's centerpiece of every fucking workbench <laughs> is his vice. Did, yeah. Does he mount it on the corner? <laughs> fucking of course yeah, he absolutely. does. Absolutely. <laughs> I know he put her front and center. I oh But yeah, I God. mean for you know sharpening your lawnmower blades, whatever, you know, you need an extra yeah, so hand hey, your vice lawn is lawn there. I thought we were kind of yeah, staying yeah. away from that. I mean, yeah. We were, but quit. Well, yeah, rogue. but we, we weren't were, like, saying a, the obvious, like, lawnmower. Yeah, like a lawnmower we, 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 with every we, other we, lawnmower. Yeah. Every <laughs> other one. The stuff people don't think so about. So an essential is a lawnmower. <laughs> uh, well, but I think the important thing is you can get a lot of that stuff, at least on my list, not, you know, Oak over here You're raiding Home Depot Top
1: notch <laughs> well, Milwaukee Well if we're butt. Doing that Then I'm gonna Add one oh, more Oh Jesus Oh, oh, that's a, oh, 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 oh. That's No a, you're not That's a, <laughs> a Leak blower <laughs> Slash mulcher Oh he oh. wants is His works so, GT right. Whatever it yeah. is oh, well.
0: Yeah all right. Fair enough. But, yeah, so, like, uh, you know, folks at home watching, listening, if you guys have, you know, some tools that you think we might have missed off our list that you think are important, go ahead and put them down in the comments and let us know what you think are some critical tools that a homeowner should have. Like Diamond Dave yeah. with his shoe. So. It <laughs> yeah, takes the place yeah. of a hammer. I'll tell you what, the best part, the best part of uh, my, my gym in the basement is now like... The- <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Folgers
1: in your, in cup. your cup. No, <laughs> so Jesus the cool course. part is like,
0: you know, so I have, a, I have a 60 inch, so my, the way my basement's <laughs> laid out, I have like my gym here and then my cardio area here. So if I'm in my gym area, I can't really see the TV that I have for cardio. So I have a 60 inch TV there. And so I wanted to have like, you know, when you're at the gym, they have like ESPN and 20, shit on the 000 TV. It's TVs, not like I need honest. to sit there and watch the TV, but it's always there. And I just want to feel like I'm in the environment. I had like this 42 inch. Plasma TV that's old as shit, heavy as fuck. I needed load bearing bolts for it. So I'm like, you know what? I'll hook this up, but now I can watch WWE (laughs) and ESPN and stuff. It's on in like my gym area. Oh, beautiful. So. Yeah, Dacia's like, are you putting another TV down here? There's one right there. I'm like, but I can't see that one. <laughs> from here. But yeah. I, it I was a it was like a 42, and, then, two, and two. then I had an old I had an old surround sound system laying around, kind of a smaller one that I don't use. Nice. Um, yes. so yeah. So you are the sound aficionado. Set that up, and now I can uh, now I can watch WWE. I saw The Rock's first WrestleMania. I just got done with uh, the one where was he, he Rocky Maivia yet? Rocky Maivia watched yeah, the I first WrestleMania. On the I just got done watching uh, the one where he lost to Austin. Where which McMahon one? McMahon was supposed to write, right? right? Oh, 17. Uh, 17, which oh, McMahon came God. into the ring, and he was so shocked that Austin yeah. won. God, Vince McMahon's acting is fucking Oscar-worthy. Yes. <laughs> it is the best. It reminded me, so I, I see him do the rock bottom, and it's been a while, since, so obviously since we've seen the rock wrestle, and I know you guys haven't even heard this story, and this is one of my favorite fucking stories. It's not a bouncing story, and it's not a Richard Phillips story. Oh. I gave somebody... <laughs> now, the, these WWE finishing moves are all in pop culture famous, the, the, the RKO out of nowhere, the Randy Orton oh, I'm sure about that, that or became everywhere. like a fucking iconic, and you know, Hulk Hogan with the big leg, the macho man off the top rope, so a lot of these WWE superstars, the warrior with the press, have Super their, their famous finishing <laughs> moves, and the rock, rock bottom, if you're not familiar with this, Quinn, help me out, oh, okay. b- well, here it goes. we our go. oh, limited space here. So Arm up, I over like, I would this. Never feed you like this, <laughs> and we're standing. And he goes like this, and you pick him up,
1: and you slam him down. Andrew, can we get a rock Quinn, bottom? Quinn, you the, used to be a worker. You, what hey, was that? What? Andrew, can we get a rock bottom up here? Guess what, Diamond Dave's finisher, rock bottom. Everyone kicked out though. <laughs> what a shocker! Not <laughs> you much you used a the rock
0: bottom <laughs> as your finisher.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Awesome. Oh, look at him! He, like he's as good as the rock. <laughs> look at Tiger King still up on
1: YouTube. Ah, can Come we get, a get him. that trash off there? Our so let me, let me let me set this
0: up for you while Andrew's pulling this up. It's 2002. Um, my Ooh. girlfriend at the time, Angelie, uh, went to Saint Norberts in Green Bay or to Pier, and the band Live. Was coming to play This was a big deal They were, weren't were like In their peak But they were still Popular enough mm-hmm. And if you remember Live lightning crashes uh, Run to the water With dolphins cry They were a, a good <laughs> band <laughs> It's Corpsing over there Send for the man Come on man so, you,
1: oh, it's, I'm sorry the, the thing You can keep going It just took forever
0: Yeah it, it just stayed on Joe For so long I was waiting for Joe To do the rock uh, bottom So the rock <laughs> bottom We have it up It's getting there well, there's there's a lot of wrestling moves that you're like There it is Would that be effective in real life? Look at this shit. So he he picks people up like I had Quinn and you slam them on your back. So this is a move Ooh. where essentially to really do it with somebody large, you need cooperation from the person that you're doing it to. Because Not you can't really just of- pick somebody up like this. <laughs> Which leads into my story. And at this live concert, I gave a kid a real rock bottom. Now you might be asking yourself, how did you give somebody a WWE finisher? Well, first off, I was a good probably two fifty or so at the time. And the guy I did it to weighed a good buck fifteen. Or so. <laughs> so so let me set up let me set up this situation for you. I'm at a live concert. With my girlfriend Angelie, and I wanted to say it was my friend Derek and Callie and another, and another couple that was with us. Now, the band live, it's just like poppy rock type music. Yeah, right? they're not a real intense no, uh, heavy band. No, they're not. And these fucking kids at St. Norbert's, a Pearl Catholic Jam. college, started a fucking mosh pit. <laughs> to live? To live. Oh, a wow. mosh pit. There wasn't an opening band. That was a little different. No, it was for a them. mosh pit. You know, like in and, and there's and so they had this like circle, right? And it's all these fucking idiots in this mosh pit, and we were right on the edge of the mosh pit, and you know because you're, you're staying out of it, you're not staying staying trying to get out involved. Of it. Don't want to have anything yeah. to do with it. I'm like, why the fuck are these kids moshing to live? So I'm standing next to Anjali, and this guy like. Nails her and pushes her in. I turn around and she's like, "Ow, you know, she got hit by this dude." I'm like, "You know," so I pull the like, "Okay, I'm going to shelter her from this monster." Sure. we didn't yeah. want to totally move, you know. Yeah. I'm like these fucking idiots, you know. And so we're standing there, and like two seconds later, she gets fucking hit again. I turn around, I'm like, "What the fuck, you know?" And I see there's this kid, and he is probably five five, 115 pounds, maybe at the mm, most. Poor genetics. Tiny. <laughs> But he's an adult, right? Oh, he's at least 18. He's at the college Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe. Like I don't 22. know. It's like I'm 40. <laughs> <Doogie>. <laughs> So basically, you had this mosh pit, and this kid was so little, he didn't want to get in the middle of the mosh pit, so he was oh, making his way around the outside, oh, kind of just yeah, doing do this whatever. around the outside of the mosh pit. Comes around, hits her a third time. I grab him. I'm like, look, motherfucker. I'm like, if you hit my fucking girlfriend again, I'm gonna knock you out in the middle of this fucking mosh pit. And I picked him up and I fucking threw him into the mosh pit. <laughs> not that impressive, being that I was 250 and he was 115 pounds, but I established dominance with this exactly. little fucker, right? That was was, I was just about to go, wow. I was pissed, right? <laughs> I s- shit you not. I fucking swear, 30 seconds later, I see this hand flail, bam! Fucking nails, Angeli, in the back of the head. You motherfucker. Same guy. Same fucking guy. All he kept doing was going like this around the outside of the match. You think he would have moved? Fucking, but he was running into people around the whole circle, like you know, because yeah. he didn't want to get in the middle. So I grabbed this fucking kid by the fucking, I bring him to the middle of the fucking mosh pit and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking do it. (laughs) This was 2002 when The Rock was at his fucking peak. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking do it. And I grabbed this kid's arm. I flipped it up over my fucking shoulder. This kid was 115 pounds. He was going. He didn't stand a fucking chance. And I, I, pick him up like this, I had my hand on this thing and I wanted to lay him fucking flat so I had to swing him like this to get his <laughs> feet Now, and the, the WWE rock just goes up and down, but to get him flat so I picked this fucking kid up, swung him, he must have been horizontal at about a good four <laughs> feet in the air and I didn't lay down with him, but I just went boom, right on his oh, back it's almost a bit of a urinagi on the fucking floor, and he's just laying there <laughs> Knocked the wind right out of him and a bunch of fucking dudes are like hey nice fucking work asshole they didn't see what happened previous and people are like oh it's fucking cool pick on the little kid and then the other like three quarters of the dude were like holy fuck He, he just gave him a rock bottom fuck yeah and i'm like you motherfucker and then somebody's some dude fucking like stepped up right and he's like, oh, you're a badass fucking with some little kid. I said, you don't know what the fuck's going on. You didn't see shit. This little asshole smacked my fucking girlfriend three Four. times. And I fucking warned him three times before I just gave him that fucking rock bottom. I said, so mind your fucking business. And Wait, did, by you, now, did you, did you actually say before I gave him a fucking rock <laughs> <Yeah>. bottom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay. Big question, though. <laughs> but did you push everyone away and then give him the people's elbow? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I so now I'm, I'm, I'm in I'm this circle. I'm done with this. The, the kid's still laying on the fucking ground. Uh, And the mosh pits kind of temporarily fucking paused. Right, and this couple of dudes are like, "Oh, you fucking badass, messing with some little kids." And at a college age, everybody wants to fuck with the big guy, yeah, you know. Right, right. And some dude in particular was like, "Oh, you're gonna fucking be a tough guy with all of us here." And I said, "What? <laughs> That's what it fucking comes down to." I said, "Do I got to start with you?" And he's like, "Oh, what do you think you're gonna fucking give me the rock bottom?" And I'm like, "No." And he's like, oh, "What the fuck are you gonna do?" And I purposely missed, but I was still very into my martial I arts. I was gonna this. And I stood there and I did a back spin kick and fucking put my foot this far from his fucking face. So he was standing there. Oh, no of meat. Nope. Fucking did some (laughs) Chuck Norris shit. My fucking boot right in front of his fucking face. And I said, You want to fucking keep going? I'll do another one of those, except the fucking heel will <laughs> hit your face. He's like, Whatever, dude. You're a fucking real tough guy. You're a real fucking badass. I said, Get the fuck out of here. And the kids, meanwhile, this kid's fucking laying there. Ugh! Chest is caved in. And fucking. <laughs> I was yeah. just thinking somebody was putting it a was can on the guy's beautiful. head. For like you to I kick said, off. the initial response a couple of dudes, like, oh, You fucking asshole. And then the other dudes, You just gave him the fucking <laughs> rock, rock bottom. bottom. They all popped The towards. concert stopped. They're like, we just saw a rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. So if you're, uh, if you're out there and you're a larger guy and you want to give somebody the rock bottom because they deserve it, uh, if you pick somebody who's, you know, under 120, 110 pounds, it fucking works. I gave a kid a real fucking rock bottom, knocked the fucking wind straight out of him, just fucking laid there forever. It was just uh, if, I can- beautiful. If I could jump in here for a minute, I think this would be another great moment for our listeners to chime in with wrestling moves they would trust to use in a real fight. Well, <laughs> I was just thinking big boot and leg drop. Like this Hogan is a good, figure for This leg is lock. a fucking great topic, Quinn. That is fucking Genius. brilliant. All of you listeners out there, everybody watching on YouTube, think of classic WWE, either finishing moves or moves that you would trust in a real-life fight, not a wrestling match, an actual fight. If you were in a fight with somebody else and you had to pick one or two wrestling moves... what would you use? Let us know. Drop your comment in below. We want to hear from you guys. And don't let, you know, like if you're, you know, if you're a, like 110 pound girl, but you still think the ultimate warriors press slam is awesome. You can still use it. It's not dependent on your real life strength. So go ahead and post think, away. Well, Diamond Dave, did you ever hit your rock bottom on someone smaller?
1: Yeah, they'd probably a little get, Devin. Yeah, probably the to Devin. Oh, you one, did the, do one of Devin. The two, Devin. two biggest okay. guys I hit it on was uh, good old Mason Quinn and Shane Geriatric Hills. He turned his back on well, me, I was going to say you
0: hit one on me, so, but I'm glad that I wasn't one of the bigger <laughs> ones. Geriatric oh Hills. yeah, I hit
1: it on you too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking height, And you didn't not pin, big. You, you didn't pin me though either. No, I've never pinned <laughs> anybody with <the> Rock
0: Bottom. <laughs> what was your finishing move? The Rock Bottom. I've never pinned anybody. With <laughs> God, are We still watching Rock Bottom no, videos. No, we're watching uh, uh just ran Jokeslam. Oh, oh that's what I should have done. Oh, you, Fucking you a had You up just for a took while. me back 18 years, Andrew. It was 2002. I should have used Oh, you should give him a two star used- <laughs> driver actually i have i, I could i could bring used- up my older brother's stories about how he has used uh, finishing moves well he used oh, a finishing move one time fucking choke slam. No, that sounds cuz the seriously though for the rock bottom i got this <laughs> kid up what? i got this kid up shoulder height when i'm standing cuz i picked him up and i swung his feet out yeah, you guys, he was, he was horizontal at a good four feet in the air, and then I yeah. fucking slammed him down. So imagine being like four feet in the air and somebody just boom. Now a choke slam. Oh you're a choke slam, and I could have easily fucking yeah, gotten this with kid the up size in a slam, But a choke slam I feel would have been a lot more devastating than that rock bottom. Yeah, yeah that, that probably would have been a skull breaker, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: oh you could, you you could have given him a jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> the Goldberg jackhammer. I don't think that would work in a bar. <clears throat> yeah, fucking oh, if you the kids do it. Dude, I'm ceiling. telling you, you just got to well, find see, the dude, dude right here, like a... Right here you could have done. You could have done the sweet chin music. In, music. Yeah, the super the, kick. Yeah, the sweet chin thanks, music, workers. that's a
0: fight you could... But see, that the problem with the sweet chin music, if you do what Shawn Michaels is doing here in a real fight, you're fucking going to jail for a long time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Boom! Right, right fucking a heel
0: to the jaw is, is you're fucking breaking yeah, their jaw every yeah. time.
1: No well, there worries, was... Dave, because today's wrestling age has killed the super kick, so everyone would be like, mm. oh, you're going to super try it. I'll get up in five seconds anyway. Well, Dave... <laughs> oh, God, um, old
0: man wrestler over here. <laughs> With the you being a, as big as you are into mar- to martial arts, I actually wanted to ask you a question because you made me think of it when you uh, mentioned doing the, the, the spin kick uh, to the second guy. When you do a spin kick, because um, great wrestler these days, Alistair Black, uses a spin kick as a mm-hmm. finisher, right? Black mass. Yep. Looks devastating. Looks incredible. Pull that up, Andrew. Do you have I'm any nice. insight on just how you could work that... Black mass spin kick to where you don't totally kill a guy hey, because every time I a black mass. Yeah, yeah, bring it up because every time I see him do it, he looks like he connects. And I know they do some tricks with camera angles and things like that, but I'll be goddamned if he's That's not hitting not their a, jaw. Yeah. So that kick, what he's doing in that kick is he's doing kind of a spin kick, but it looks like what he's doing is connecting with the uh, with the bottom of his you know, foot. Of his toe, when almost. you do a when you do a spin kick a good backspin kick. The idea is not to hit the side of somebody's face with the bottom of your foot. So if I'm spinning like this and my left leg is coming around, I'm not smacking the bottom of my foot across your oh, face. I'm putting my fucking heel right behind your ear. Ooh, and fucking put, uh, putting you to sleep. That's lights out, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you should so given him a pedigree. real. So that's where that is. If you if you get the your, the full yeah, uh, part when he of your does foot, it, it's, it's the bottom it's of your foot. It's the bottom of your foot is more like getting a slap. It's it's still going to hurt. Yeah. But um, no, the 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 whole point of a kick is to get that momentum swinging and to put your heel behind, right behind their ear or on the fucking temple. Okay. Either one will knock yeah, somebody cold. Yeah, because this isn't confirmed, but I think he may have broken Lars Sullivan's jaw with it before. You still have to be careful he, he, with it. He did the kick, and he, he totally whiffed on it, and Lars bumped for the, it anyways, the only, and then yeah. he came up, and he just fucking tattooed it. Yeah, him the like only that. thing with a spin kick like that is it'll work sometimes in a martial arts tournament because you can set it up with, like I would always set it up. Do that again once a Back it up a little bit, Andrew. You can always set up, um, you can set up a backspinning kick with like a fake or a half a half roundhouse with your opposite leg. Um, but a backspin kick in a fight, you'd have to be really, really fucking fast, and you'd have to have a lot of room too. Yeah, he's hitting people, but he's if you see he's not doing it with his heel. He's okay, always he's he, the flat he's, of his toes. Yeah. kind of. Watch yeah, he's doing it with I mean, his but toe. god damn, it looks good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks it does really it good. It looks good. No, it's it's a cool move. I'm surprised right. they let him do that because that's a kick that where if uh, it's 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 not necessarily hard to control and obviously right. if he's doing it all the time. But, but when you're he, when you're spinning yeah, like yeah. that, I it mean looks they, like they, it, it looks it it it. like he's hitting right here, which is usually the meat yeah. that, <laughs> that you try to hit yeah. with your well, fists. You guys remember the spot they did on the uh, uh That's was I'm it WrestleMania? I'm surprised they let him do that. Was it WrestleMania with uh, Lashley and Alistair where uh, Lashley was coming with the spear and he fucking hit him with that kick? I mean, that's yeah, some, that's some timing yeah, right looks, there. Some of those moves, a lot of trust. Didn't you they, know? Andrew? Didn't they stop letting people do pile drivers years ago? Oh yeah, yeah years yeah. ago. The, the, like the closest they get is a tombstone because it's a lot more control. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. some, I, some of the tombstones I've seen in some of these old WrestleManias mm, and stuff look like they were real yeah, close. they was really a little close. low there. Real close. So, well, the the key with that is being real quick, so that way you hit it and they can drop yeah, right away. Yeah, so they can do that quick You know, so look, quick you know and obviously, well,
1: it's the Undertaker giving it.
0: Yeah, yeah, How many people is how many people have you heard of? He's ever ever hurt No, he's not. He's not move. out there doing that shit. But yeah, no. you gotta you gotta be careful with kicks like that, especially yeah. uh, especially because the, the, when you're when you're kicking when you're hitting somebody in, in this general area right here, it's real dangerous because a heel to the temple will knock you out. Um, a heel, <laughs> a heel here. <laughs> the uh, the, the orbital, boy. the orbital socket. Those is, break real easy. These break real easy. Right. Um, a little bit lower mm-hmm. on the jaw. Mm-hmm. And that breaks. If you, if you you're, you're this whole area of your head, you can take a fucking lot. Like when I used to get in college fights, and fuck if I wasn't in a lot of them. When you know, when one of the things that my brother taught me when I started training with martial arts, like basically when I was like six years old, is anytime you can always see when a, a punch is. People telegraph, even if you can't block it. You know, like blocking punches like they do in the yeah, like Hollywood. You, type you have stuff, to be yeah. pretty fucking fast to catch a fucking or to block it. But sometimes you get idiots who are fucking swinging like windmills. This. But so even. <laughs> Even if you if you, if you can't ever block a punch or whatever, even if you can see it telegraphing a little bit, you can always <laughs> dip your head like this. Uh, yep. It's as simple as that. If somebody's got your hands behind your back and somebody else is punching you, don't flail. You just it's just just like this. When they're punching you with lean the other whatever hand is whatever hand is coming at you. You just lean in it with the top of your head. And it, I have been fucking hit hard in the top of my head. Doesn't do shit except hurt the other yeah, person, break the guy's hand. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say take, take it. Do the old uh, rope a dope like. Uh, what was that Muhammad you Ali not, or no, Cassius, Cassius Clay? Play. He was, was a one <laughs> of you those know, one of those guys did that. But you I can't remember. Where, he, where he's landing that kick though down this part of the face. All oh, that is real real dangerous. Yeah. So I'm saying yeah, he's going to end up hurting somebody and they're going to be like, "Yeah, you need a new finishing." Move. <laughs> <laughs> so good times, but uh, god fuck. Yeah, so WWE finishers you would love to. Well, should we just go around the table real quick? I mean, obviously god. you've used the rock bottom. I have used the rock bottom. I would I, I think a choke slam in a certain situation would be interesting, but you also have to try to not actually kill somebody. And if you choke slam somebody in their head, it was on concrete. Bounce it off the guy. Yeah, it's not like They're going to know how to tuck their chin. Yeah, to take you could, the move. You could kill somebody tuck with a choke chin. slam. You could kill somebody with a lot of those fucking yeah. moves. Oh, yeah. so that jackhammer looks badass, though. The thing is, like, you any have space, though. any move where the other person's <laughs> any move where the clear other off, person's legs are off. straight in the air, you got to remember somebody who's fighting you is. Not gonna put their <laughs> legs straight in the air. you <laughs> not gonna anybody. cooperate with if Somebody, You're not gonna get somebody up and have their legs straight in the air. A bunch you of know, sandbags. They're gonna be flailing their fucking but legs. But I called it. <laughs> Do you ever try to fucking like pick somebody up when they don't wanna be picked up? Yeah, it, did it with my me and my uh Holy my middle brother we, we were out snowmobiling one time and we pulled over for a little break or whatever and we were kind of fucking with each other. He used to wrestle back in the day and uh it was one of those things where I don't think he messed with me since the age of like you know like 12. So I had kind of grown up a little bit since we <laughs> <he> last messed around. <laughs> and I remember I picked him up like a ch- like you'd carry a child <laughs> and I was carrying him in the snow and then I dropped him and then he gave me the old Pearl Harbor attack from behind and got me down but I got yeah, it. So I got fun. in a bouncer f- Fucking scrap one time, and this got pretty ugly. And the kid, it was another kid who was fucking just tiny. And my buddy, uh God, who was outside with me was it fucking Shooty? I think it was Todd Shooty, or was it Andy Krieger? It was that Route 15 out in Greenville? That, that Route 15, I'm telling you, that's fuck, that's man. the real life roadhouse. Somebody came. Well, Route 66 downtown. This is uh, Route 15. Oh, out Route Greenville. 15. Okay, but Route 15 got interesting. Fuck me. So, Route and then quick, quick fucking old roller bouncer story into this. So just typical shit. And like, look, I don't mean to make jokes of domestic violence. Don't fucking anybody fucking come and, you know, give me a hard time for making jokes of it. But I've seen some shit. We keep the light here on the... Podcast. So I'm at the fucking front door, right and some somebody comes in and like, hey you might need to go outside in the parking lot. Some fucking girl and a guy are getting into a really bad argument. And I'm like, oh, fuck. oh just what you want uh, jump in the middle of a domestic in disp- a parking lot right That goes So well. I walk outside and I can't just ignore that. so oh. I walk outside and there's uh, two like tiniest people. this dude's like <laughs> another like dude that's like 5- 115 pounds <laughs> and his girl and like, fuck you fuck you and he grabs her and throws her out. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, I don't care how fucking bad this argument gets. You put one more fucking hand on her and I'm going to fucking drop you. And she's like, oh my God, I just, I just want my phone. Just, can you please just give me my phone? He's like, fuck you. You're not getting your phone. I'm like. He's got your phone. She's like, yeah, he's got my phone. I just want my phone. And she and uh, somebody's like, this is like the, the fucking fourth time he's thrown her down, by the way. And I'm like, you oh, fucking terrific. bitch. And I'm like, why? The f-? I'm like, you know, let's just put this on pause. I'm like, why the fuck are you with this guy if he's throwing you down? She's like, I'm not anymore. I just want my fucking phone so I can go home. I'm like, give her the fucking phone. He's like, fuck you too. And I'm like, look, <laughs> asshole. You're fucking 100 pounds soaking fucking wet. Can we not fucking do this? Because this is how this is going to happen. I'm going to get that fucking phone one way or another. It's going to happen. <laughs> this is a guaranteed fucking fact. Okay? <laughs> Easy way, I'm going to end up way. with the fucking phone. And that's exactly what I said. You can either fucking give it to me, or I'm going to come over there and take it from your scrawny little ass. Fuck you. And I'm like, all right. And fucking What, what play. was drinking? It was it was, t- it, was, it, was, it was it was shooty was out there. It was shooty. It wasn't Andy. So um I'm like, all right, motherfucker, and I went over there. Now the rock bottom kid had no idea what was fucking coming. Yeah. He just panicked. This kid was <laughs> drunk and fucking probably high and ready to scrap. Why so I'm he... like, you motherfucker! So I grabbed him, and he starts like fucking smacking. I'm like, this motherfucker <laughs> is wiry. Like trying know? to grab a cat. Why are so I... <laughs> he's fucking smacking my arm. So I fucking threw him. You know, and when you're, you know, at this time I was probably close to 300 pounds. People who are 115 pounds When you're 300 Are easy to fucking throw And I don't yeah. mean pushover. I mean <laughs> fucking throw Yeah I mean that's like A, a big bag of dogs So food I threw this motherfucker He falls To the second he hits the ground The fucking girl Don't hurt him oh, I knew that was oh my, coming That always holy happens Holy fuck I'm like are you fucking kidding me I just watched him Toss you on the fucking ground huh. The girl in there said he, You did it fucking He did it three four times to you She's like I just want my phone Don't hurt him And he gets back up He's like you fucking asshole I'm like give me my fucking phone And the other the bartender Todd was like Or Tyler Not Todd Tyler Shooty Was like you know man, Just give him the phone And the guy turned around And I fucking went And I grabbed him Like a fu- around his fucking arms And I'm like Tyler I'm like get the fucking phone Out of this pocket And I fucking start Bear hugging And picking this kid up yeah. And this little Squirrely motherfucker Was just <laughs> Dude, Tyler's just fucking laughing and, they, and I'm having a hard time Holding this guy Cause his legs are just fucking flailing You know and I'm like what the fuck This kid was you wrapped know? in Crisco And fucking, so I'm like you fucker And I'm, boom I threw him on the fucking ground and he fucking, like, turns around and, like, goes in for, like, a fucking like, double like, leg double takedown, leg down. you know? And I get my hand across his fucking throat like a front guillotine. Done. And I'm all fucking pulling back on him. And I'm like, Tyler... Tyler's fucking just laughing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, Tyler, I just can't seem to get it, Dave. I'm like, Tyler, get yeah, in fucking just, pocket and get in the phone. So this kid's sucking. on his fucking knees. Tyler's like trying to reach into his he's pocket. Like, I don't know he's where like where the phone ah, is. His, he's fucking like trying to kick his feet back. I'm like, this wiry motherfucker. Now the girls out there, leave him alone. So you got a picture Jesus. of this fucking scene. I got this kid in a guillotine. Tyler's trying to reach in his fucking pocket. You got white trash <laughs> Susie over there. Leave him alone. I love him. You know. <laughs> It's not the same guy that checked out. And I oh, got sorry. this thing. The kid squeezes his tiny little head out and fucking bites <laughs> my <forearms. laughs> ah, ah, Dude, I would rather get punched 15 oh, times than get, <laughs> get fucking bit. That's he so just gross. Bite. It's gross. Ah. He just bites my forearm. I'm like, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? I'm like, Tyler's like, what? He's like, I'm like, he's fucking biting me. And so I go with my other hand to push his fucking head and I should've just fucking started punching him so I go to Bush's fucking head. He turns and bites my <laughs> finger. My whole fuck ah, my whole fucking finger's in his mouth all the way up to here. Ah. And I'm like, motherfucker, Tyler's just laughing. laughs. I'm like, you got two fucking seconds to Stop biting my fucking finger before I break your fucking neck. I swear to fucking God, I'll kill you. Don't hurt him. Please stop. Let him go. I just want my phone. So I'm like, motherfucker, let go of my finger. So he lets go of my finger. And I'm like, ah, fuck. And I let go of him for a second. Tyler steps back. He's just fucking dying this whole time. And the kid's on his hands and knees. And he turns, like, on his hands and knees to, like, kind of crawl away like a bear crawl <laughs> <laughs> and referee's I, position guy i fucking lined up with my best fucking field goal kick. <laughs> Ray Finkel. The Randy fucking Orton. Two, punt. three steps, fucking as hard as I could, right in his fucking ass. As he was like crawling <laughs> up, I fucking lined up. Boom, this kid fucking right off his fucking feet. <laughs> Tyler's just fucking dying. Didn't get the fucking <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> and she oh, comes
1: over, you fucking
0: asshole, you prick. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, he's thrown you on the ground like a couple times. He's fucking kicking your ass out here, and you're mad at me now? She's like, all I wanted was my cell phone. Then go fucking get it. <laughs> Holy fuck! I had a bite mark on my arm, and that's every weekend for some police officer. Holy fuck! I couldn't believe it, and I showed restraint because when he when he bit my forearm, it was like I was like, "What the? F-? You know, like yeah, yeah. there's certain things where it's like it doesn't it hurt, but it was more like the shock. Like this motherfucker's biting me. Bit. And that's when I went to just push his head, and I could have just fucking like just been like. Boom, boom on the back of his yeah, fucking. Yeah. Head. Just did the old punk. But even as, as as a bouncer, and I've said this before, my yep. thing was always throwing people and pushing people into walls. No because punches. technically, if there's yeah. if somebody had a camera out or if there was bystanders, it wasn't, hey, the big bouncer punched somebody. It was he threw him, he slammed him, whatever. And then I could say, Yeah, I didn't punch him, whatever. So that was my thing. So I I I didn't want to fucking actually hit the guy, but fuck man. Gross. I had really nasty bite marks on my finger. This shit was almost down to the fucking bone. I'm in the office pouring fucking rubbing alcohol on it, you know? I'm
1: out. Give me the vodka. So, yeah. So, question... What move would you think? That little, yeah. So <laughs> well, that's he had he, he, he of the my point. My point four. is, yeah, four. so My point
0: is, is like these wrestling moves, especially when you get somebody who's really fucking scrappy. And this kid, <laughs> in hindsight, he was probably on a lot of fucking coke. You probably, know, yeah. and somebody who's fucking on coke, it's a different fucking. Can never knock them out. No, one. Lawrence so Taylor Super that's Bowl. the thing, though. Like these these wrestling Two? moves. Two? Twice. To get somebody to cooperate, you would almost it's especially when somebody doesn't wanna be grabbed onto, it's hard to like hold people. Now if you put people in chokeholds, that's a difference. Yeah. My old bouncing manager, uh Andy, um yeah had like 87 different chokeholds he would put on people. <laughs> he knew like the bouncing moves. So somebody was going to go here, he'd slip around the side yeah. and get you in a chokehold. Oh, you were going to go here? He'd have you in know, a fucking chokehold. number 47 tonight. And the chokeholds, <laughs> the chokeholds fucking people panic instantly when they can't breathe. So as far yeah. as like WWE finishing moves that are like fucking serious, really Roddy Piper's t- there's not the a lot of them that you could use in an actual fight. Um, because of the cooperation that that is required, but uh, the, what for theoretical
1: theoretical? Sake here, theoretical what, yeah. what would you oh, pick? <laughs> so I'm gonna pick. Back to I'm, the gonna point pick in hand. I'm gonna pick
0: the Warrior Press. I think there would be few moves that would be more fucking dominant. Even even a choke slam yeah. isn't as dominant as I'm just gonna pick you what? up over my fucking head and just drop you. I'm going <laughs> I mean with the it. ultimate warrior press. <laughs> like you, you walk around Route 66 to throw him in a dumpster. <laughs> Should yes. throw him just Should over, the throw fucking, over the fucking bar. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you do it from, so he goes behind you like how warrior always yes. did it. I'm going to go a really
1: old school here and do a Samoa drop. Uh, I think Sam- that was Samoa drop, you could, you or throwing a swing. You could just yeah, and, and that's when
0: you can do yeah. whether they're cooperating or not. That's a right. good, solid pick. Oh, a small drop. F- for fun. Fill me in. So like you'd come Ooh. at me, I'd get you up like a fireman's carry, oh, and yeah, then yeah. just drop, drop Oh, fuck. You know what? Brock Lesnar's German suplex. You could do that to... Oh, fuck. That would be devastating. You, <laughs> <Your> kill, <laughs> yeah. you kill somebody. With yeah, a, you could do it. You release. just get, get behind. <laughs> yeah, you better release. You could, you could do a fucking... German suplex in real life, just get behind somebody, especially if they weigh, you know, buck fifteen, and just
1: <laughs> boom, boom, fuck right on the bat. you kill somebody like that I would, I, in a fight. Because I know we've joked about it before, I would love to see someone <laughs> run on a t- bar top and try a hurricane run. <laughs> Mine would uh, be the electric
0: chair. What's the electric chair? Get him up on your shoulders like like a chicken fight. So like you're behind him, so you get him up on your shoulders. They're sitting on your shoulders. You just drop back. back. back You're going to come under somebody. (laughs) "Ah, I got you, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) "Ah, He's standing up there. Definitely catch him by surprise. Mm -hmm. Quinn, what's your finishing move? I would go with the old Stan Hansen lariat. (laughs) 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 Straight up fucking clothesline somebody. (laughs) Oh, God. And you gotta make and if and the reason I call it the Stan Hansen layer is because I'd be sure to either take my glasses or my contacts out before I do it so I couldn't see that great. So you just fucking murder them. Yeah. <sighs> just like that Stan Hansen, line, the thing is, is a clothesline you'd have to get a clothesline would be fun. Like if you but you have to get what do you say, probably a good like they have to be running at you. Well you could do or, the short arm. Or you have to or, uh, or you could pull them in always. Yeah, you, you could pull, pull them in and in. do that. Oh uh, holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. A clothesline would be great. We have okay. to remember he's a casual fan as of now. You know, with oh, he's got the lessons. network now. He's he's gonna be <gasps> loading up. Right. I That's... broke a Russian guy's nose outside of Oakland Euros save in Milwaukee story, one night with a kind of a forearm like <laughs> this that. Guy, this guy's guy, guy gonna, gonna to be so amped up. Oh, he's God. gonna be trying to do wrestling moves no, to us no, no. after, after kinda, the show. He was kind of sideways. We'll tell. We'll save this story for another night. But he he was he was. Well, <laughs> <hitting, laughs> you're He was hitting a friend. He was hitting a picture. My friend is here, and this guy is here, and I come like this, and I didn't want to hit him. And so I come up like this with the forearm, <laughs> Quinn. Boom! Right there, <laughs> right there. Oh, that's nose, done. Just nose just fucking nose just shattered. Past the statute of limitations, I can tell that yep, story. Yep, can okay. tell it. Nice. So, your cool. <laughs> right, so your so we'll finishers, we want to hear them. All right, your finishers. I mean, we'll save I mean, the I mean, Oakland Euros and Milwaukee story for oh, another time. Oh, hey, really my awesome buddy in the there. army, he had a finisher on someone also while he was in the army overseas. So that's a good one to tell too. Was it the firearm? <laughs> It was a variation of the stunner. Okay. Variation Sick. of the stunner. I love that. Uh, Andrew. Andrew. So, take us yeah. home. Take us home, Andrew. Quite the episode. <laughs> this has been a great episode. I don't know what, what's going on, but huh. for what Diamond Dave, The Oak, Mason Quinn, and yours truly the answer, good night.
1: Peace. Yeah.